Bridgestone is the official tire of the New England Patriots, and Bridgestone tires are now on sale through December 10th at all Sullivan Tire locations. Visit SullivanTire.com for a location near you. Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The world's original podcast. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Who would you rather have, Fred? Zach Wilson or Mac Jones? Oh, I did not expect that, boss. Right now, would you take Zach Wilson or Mac Jones? So you had a pause, too. <laughs> Didn't expect him to pause either. I'm not going to lie. We wanted to be more explosive. We wanted to be more of a threat on the outside. And it's it's cool to want things. You um, can't simulate what it's going to be like in the middle of December in yeah. Gillette Stadium. I think he went up to Antarctica and, yeah. and worked out on an iceberg. I like it when people say, where's Andy these days? Whatever happened to Andy? Whatever happened to Andy? Does Andy need a theme song? Do we do we, do we tap the, girl, the, the, the ladies for a, no. a, you know, a return it, from practice? Excuse me, we're tapping like, ladies <laughs> now on this show. <laughs> the tree falls in the wood. Nobody hears it. Yeah. yeah. One hand clapping. Right. We're, we're back to EEA. Right. I think the biggest thing is... A lot of shots here. Okay. I also I'm not telling you that that's wrong. Okay, because that whole idea of closing last season at home against the Bills, he went around to the fans screaming, SMD. Yeah. What does that mean? What do you Uh, think? (laughs) Save my drink. (laughs) Oh. Biggest Jets game here in a decade? Is that, you think this is the biggest game here since since that playoff game? Mike, I I don't rank them. This is Patriots Unfiltered. Fueled by Duncan. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Thursday here at Gillette Stadium, getting ready for the Jets on Sunday. We got a full studio. We got Deuce, we got Tamara, we got Alex, we got Paul, we got me. Well, some of us are a lot of distractions. Some of us are getting ready for the Jets. Other ones are getting ready for try to get Taylor Swift tickets. Yeah, (laughs) guilty. Yeah, there's like rumors about a link going out. Link tickets, private. We can't get you tail. Don't anyone call in and ask. She's we got three shows coming Don't up at, at Gillette me. Stadium. What 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 month is that in? May. 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 The month of May. I'll be here before you know it. Before you know it, we'll be dead of the off season. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens here with the. Uh, but if you see Alex, not Tam- Tamara so much, but if no. you see Alex suddenly freak out and start tapping away. You know, you know, That's it's go why. time. So it's go Mary, time. You don't care. I don't. Not a not a big <laughs> no. good not a big Swifty. I, I, I think she's very talented, but I would never like fangirl over her like this. But I also, it makes me think. Is she chastising you? <laughs> no, I'm not. It's fine. I own it. I'm, no. I'll never be too see if old I or could... too cool for Taylor. <laughs> Mike, I'm going to see if but, I can work my magic here. But I, I do wonder, like, it is very impressive to see the way people are, like, my entire Instagram, like, all my Instagram stories, everyone was showing the same screenshot of, like, waiting in the queue for the tickets. I don't think I have seen any other artist in the same situation. Like, I, I have not seen anything like this before. No. Especially here. I mean, it's yeah. people upstairs. You could cut it's the Well, Gillette is like a famous show for Taylor Swift. It's like the first one she ever, so first stadium she ever sold out. The first time a woman sold out Gillette. So a lot of, like, emotional significance. So it's also like the destination concert. People come from all over the country for this show. So. Would you say that women... Taylor Swift is to women the way Bruce Springsteen is to men. Like it's cultish a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Yes. 
I feel that. I always thought that was just like the BBWAA. Like uh, they had to be. Yeah, like, I know, right? They had to be like a Red Sox beat writer to, you know, follow. <laughs> no, but like guys that like no. journalism no. in general, yeah. they're like, oh, it's yeah. Bruce, you right. know, Bruce. Yeah, I know. I got. I got. I don't want to say got dragged because I do like Bruce, but I'm not one of those. But I went down to Jersey once with some friends who were just, you know, there's a certain people that Bruce breaks to my soul, and I think that's how. A lot of people are right now with with Taylor Swift. Yeah. yeah. Well, she has like a song for every aspect of your life. I don't know. I think I'm a writer, honestly, because of her. This is so corny. I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> I hate. I am. That was nev- great. I am so basic. <laughs> I like how she stopped herself. <laughs> Alex was about to open up. <laughs> I pride myself on. on being like this cultured woman of substance <laughs> and intelligence, and then this week comes and oh, I'm like, oh, Swifty, oh, I need tickets. I need tickets. You just turned to goo. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Well, now I'm hoping that the email comes through while we're on the air. I think it'll, it'll make for it'll good be, radio. It'll for make you guys. for a lot of, re- especially on video, because you know you'll just. You'll well, she has done a great job, you know, in terms of like her whole machine, the oh. marketing, and, and all of it. Because Alex oh, yeah. is right about it's. There's a lot of big acts and that sell out state, but like I don't think you get this kind of outrage over Ticketmaster yeah. the yeah. way you did like on <laughs> Tuesday because <laughs> that stupid code that supposedly. Yeah. You know, pre-sale code yeah, yeah that, that only got. only you know the the fan the real fans the real swifties she, guys yeah. she's done a really good job of marketing herself <laughs> as like just an every girl you know like she has problems too she has guys that treat well that's bad. why i was laughing yeah. when yeah. alex said you know like uh, she has a song for everything now she has really a song about one thing yeah <laughs> guys break <laughs> every guy that broke out every guy that no, cheated her poorly she, uh, <laughs> she has a song this album yeah. about a guy she cheated on calvin harris she wrote a song about it <coughs> write a song about so it. just write a song about it you know it's like yeah. aaron Rodgers. her <laughs> songs have replaced songs like don't stop believing in stadiums oh, Do you know the, the song I'm shuts off and the of crowd Swift. sings I the like rest Taylor of taylor swift, swift I like taylor songs now you know? i mean i really haven't liked much of like anything really recently you don't like her new album yeah not really no the anti-hero song, right? That's it's not, me. It's not like the new one. I'm That's the you. problem. It's me. It's you. <laughs> yeah. It's you. Yeah. She also Mike lets her fans know, know that Mike, she loves her only fans. Know that Every fifth song is dedicated no. to her fans. No, I like that song. I've actually learned that song on the piano Smart. a little bit. So, yeah, maybe I'll play it for you sometime. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> all right, Patriots. That ends the uh, the Taylor Swift portion of the show. <laughs> as Alex maybe. turns into goo, uh, we're hoping, <laughs> Patriots fans are hoping Zach Wilson turns into goo. Yeah. Oh, well done, Fred. There we go. Well done. Good segue. Bring it at home. Also, I really enjoyed the opening sound. Did, was the decision ever made between would you rather take Zach Wilson or Mac Jones? No, it's just a lot of pauses. Yeah. Okay. You know, it was so unbelievable. I I said I would rather have Mac Jones, but you know me, I tend to look at the bright side of things. Yeah. And not everybody agreed. No, I I actually replied and I said I'm intrigued of what Bill Belichick could do with a guy with his physical yeah. skills. And I think yeah. that's a good answer. Yeah. yeah. Um, because <coughs> I I think that even if you're a huge Mac Jones supporter and think nothing of Zach Wilson. You have to recognize that Zach Wilson physically can do things that Mac Jones can't. Yeah. Right. Yep. I just don't like the headband too, though. That that's oh. that's oh, you don't like the headband. <laughs> I don't like the whole act. I mean, I there's like things the about Mac I, I I've expressed that I don't like, aside from footbally kind of stuff too. But yeah, the, 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 the whole headband was Zach Wilson. I think he could. So we're coming to find out that Mike just doesn't like anybody. <laughs> <laughs> A headband. I mean, does anybody like the headband? Is anybody? Are there any Jet fans out there that are like not want him to lose the headband? Like, what's I, wrong I, with a headband? You used to watch Saved by the Bell. Stupid. Hell yeah! Remember the buddy bands? Yeah. I buddy do bands. think head, a headband band. is more like a basketball it's thing. Like, like, why are you wearing a head? Like what about a tennis? But not oh, even tennis, anymore, yeah. really. That's I true. I don't like the headband. I don't. I don't know. Just it's impractical. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like some guys <laughs> have like big impractical. hair and they need to contain it. But what's he got? If, yeah, if you have long textured hair and yeah. like you need to pull it back totally. But like Zach Wilson definitely has like thin blonde hair. Lose it. Lose it. Well, know. that's like his sort of his equivalent to war paint. You yeah. know, some of the guys have the, the big war paint on, you Putting know. on the headband. That's how I get that, excited to throw 12 interceptions. Out. So I, I don't <laughs> I don't care about the headband. <laughs> if I was a Jets fan, I'd care about the interceptions. Yeah. You know? No, I mean, and that's that's the thing. That I mean, that last game, I mean, it just has to drive you absolutely nuts when you feel like you have a chance. You've got a defense that's playing well. You've got talent. Um, just don't throw terrible interceptions. It's like – it's not even like they're – like, th- these interceptions are terrible. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're like, don't throw it. I mean, you see them coming a mile away. The game last year in, in New York, the game this year in New York where – there's a couple of those where you're just like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. Just all of a sudden, you like way late in the down. You're like, it, just throw it out of bounds. And all of a sudden, oh, yeah. he's going downfield with it. And then the Devin McCourty's just, you know, fair. Yeah, and anybody it. can make a bad throw. Like the first interception, the one that Bentley had, was mm-hmm. just a bad throw. Yeah. He threw it over the top of the running back and just misfired. Yep. Yep. The other two were exactly what you're talking about. Like, don't do it. Don't <laughs> I know. He's going to do it. <laughs> and you have all this time to even think this while you're watching because <laughs> right. yeah. it's so late in the down. <laughs> right. And yeah. he's just like, keeps running to the sideline. Yeah, then he gets to the sideline and, and he starts to back pedal and it's like don't perfect, do it right don't do it it's he's so gonna do it it's so perfect you yeah. know when the jets have been playing well this year it's when he's not throwing a lot of passes now yeah. you know hall's hurt you know so that was a big part of them playing well yeah. you know the running game in the defense i thought um, it was, it but was but with him hurt can they establish a, a good running game or are they going to panic and say you know we've we've got to throw the ball yeah, I thought it was interesting. Jonathan Jones yesterday saying like against the Bills, he played pretty much. They did pretty much the opposite of what they did against us, and right. you know, just did a complete acknowledgement of that. And, and I think that that's what they're expecting going in. That you know, Zach Wilson isn't going to give this game to you on the silver platter. I, I don't think he's going to either. I just think it's a question of, you know, wh- where's the gray area in terms of the mistakes? Is it is does he play lights out or does he you know play okay? He stays out of the way. They run the ball a little bit. You know, he doesn't really have to do much. Uh, but it's it's big. I do think that like the Bills defense has been kind of depleted in the sense with so many people coming in and off the injury report. Um, yeah. With like guys like Poirier and like, they've had like three or four guys out. I feel like almost every single game. So it's like when the Jets played them, they were able to kind of reverse it and not throw it as much, run the ball more. But against the Patriots defense, are you going to be able to do the same thing? Because everyone's going to be playing on Sunday. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. So it's a good Jets defense for sure. And you know, it's uh, I mean, good point too. I was just reading too. Buffalo snowstorm so coming, yes. but they also have illnesses going through yeah. them right now too. So mm-hmm. well, they said that you know they'll be counting that storm in feet, not yeah. inches. Mm-hmm. I think they like move four. Yeah. Like, like what's four feet? And then snow. I, yeah, they're they're thinking about moving it. And now. then I saw yeah. something about a potential thunderstorm. I was like. What what is what? No, it's like a snow thunder. A snow thunder. Yeah, or something. I was like, what? What's? I've never heard of that. We were there once, and that happened. What is that? No. You and I. Fred. Like oh, yeah. it's thundering and snowing at the same yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's such an anomaly. Yeah, I'm like, what? It's like Buffalo. Buffalo's yeah. an anomaly. Coming off the lake. <laughs> the lake effect snow. The lake effect. Right. Lake effect snow is the worst. I wouldn't know, but I, it sounds like it's going to be bad this this week. So yeah, Paul was saying that I I forget what year it was, but. You know, we got there and it was snowing like you couldn't even see. And then by the time the game started, the sun came out. Yeah. You know, you guys have probably had quite a few <coughs> games of weather craziness there. I remember that game <coughs> in the wind. Like, was that oh, like eight, yeah. oh, eight or nine? Oh, like, eight. Where they, like Last the, game the of oh, eight. Ball was yeah. just taking right turns. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, was like crazy. Impossible. I yeah. was doing, uh, at the time, I was doing the pregame show for WEEI. 
and I used to go to the stadium at like eight o'clock in the morning, get set up, you know, on an ISDN line and do the show. And I was literally like the only one in the press box, and there was like a couple of stadium workers on the field. And you know the big white heated benches? Mm -hmm. They were blowing around the field. (laughs) Like just from one side of the field to the other. That's how windy it was. Those big white benches that the players sit on in bad weather were just like flying around the field. And there was no one out there. Like it was just the the goalposts were on a 45-degree angle. That's worse than last year, right? right? That that, that was worse than last year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The the wind wind that day. um, Well – I think yeah, last I think it year was, was more consistent. Yeah, that was gusty. Like you'd, yeah. you'd be like, okay, let's let's get the snap in between gusts, and then it would gust up, and the ball, like I said, it would take a right turn. Yeah, I remember, and I don't remember, yeah. but I think it was blowing more side to side. Yes. And whereas I think they were going into the wind and with the wind last right. year. Right. Yeah, I remember that. I remember one where it was like the pass would start off normal. And then it would go like right angle, yeah. And then everybody just kind of like, huh? it was, yeah. <laughs> it was just like, what, what are you gonna do? Kostowski yeah. missed an extra point in that game that completely just took a a turn. It just went completely sideways. His mom said he made it though. I think. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, he yelled at me and said he actually made it. Yeah, that's an inside joke. <laughs> inside joke. Yeah. yeah, Mike. That was one of Mike's introductions to this. He must have been thinking, "What am I getting himself into? <laughs> you either made the kick or you didn't." He's arguing that he actually made a kick that he yeah. missed. Uh, so yesterday we had our first practice participation report. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's really based on, like, how they left off the Wednesday after a bye. So we'll see today if anything changes. But um, there's still some, you know, significant guys on the report for the Patriots that are question, you know, Barmore, not, not questionable, but we're limited. Yeah, Barmore. Yeah. Still <laughs> dealing with, with the knee yep. issue. That's been uh, – that's been unfortunate here. It's kind of derailed his uh, his season. I think one of the things I said in training camp was like, can we just get through a season with Christian Barmore being healthy the whole time? I just was so excited to see what he could do. I know he you know, didn't set the world on fire early on, but but I'd love to see him get back out there. Just guy that can bring a boost and, and help a lot. The other one that got added was Jake Bailey with a back issue. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I was, you know, For a punter other than your leg, I think the back would probably be one of the worst things you could have, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's – I mean – talk about i mean it's he's another guy who's been kind of in the crosshairs of 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 people for you know subpar performances here uh not gonna help not gonna help and i mean it's just funny though because like you talk about the punter and you're like well i hope we don't need the punter (laughs) you know like i I would love it if hey maybe the offense could could pick up some first downs and move the ball a little bit and you know take some of the pressure off i I think the punters are going to be key because field position Mm. i think it's for both teams fred it's funny you bring that up i talked to Slater yesterday in the locker room and I, I asked him I said you know in that first game versus the Jets you guys did a great job containing Braxton Berrios and not giving him the opportunity to give the Jets good field position and he said yeah I don't think it's going to be that easy this time he was like that game we did a really good job with not allowing him to get those big returns he was like but I know that the Jets, Jets are going to come out this game play a lot tougher and want to get him the ball so that they can have better field position especially going against the Patriots defense who's going to be playing them just as tough yeah, yeah. You can't stop Braxton Berrios. You can yeah. only hope to continue. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. He's he Slater we're like we're we're expecting them to look totally different than yeah. what they did. Yeah. I mean Bill mentioned before the bye or he mentioned yesterday that the Jets will have wrinkles for us mm-hmm. and we'll have wrinkles for them. Yeah. yeah. But you know, it's only been two weeks. Or you know, three maybe. Yeah. But but you know, like how many wrinkles can you really have? You know? 
Well, I think for the Patriots, I'd love to see them just have wrinkles that they like are attempting to make some some changes. And you know, I saw yesterday Andrew Callahan kind of highlighted what Evan said on the show of of Trent Brown taking some early snaps at, at left tackle. So uh, I wanted so to talk about I, that. I, I, I like was going to wait for Evan to get here yeah. because they seem to make it out. Some of the other writers made it out to be a little bit different than what Evan described. Oh yeah, uh, and I think Evan's right mm. based on the injury report because Trent Brown's not on the injury report. A lot of people were sort of indicating that Trent Brown didn't have his helmet on um, and, and Brown, I mean, uh, Wynn was working in at left tackle, you know, whereas Evan kind of said there, there was some times where they, they were flip, flip-flopping. Yeah, right. And he's not on the injury report, so this whole, like, he wasn't taking snaps at left tackle because he wasn't have his helmet on, whatever, That's doesn't, d- doesn't jive with the, the fact that he's not um, listed as having any injury. The only thing about that, though, like if they were thinking of making that switch, is why would they show it during media availability? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that gets me. It's like, uh, yeah, you know, I have less. Yeah, I'm not saying they're going to switch them. I'm saying I, I, I think that some people were like, uh oh, Trent Brown is banged up, and now they're working Isaiah Wynn at left tackle. Yeah, and I'm not sure that that's it, that's accurate. But we'll get another look at it today, so we'll see. You know, uh, what, what's going on. And Evan will be popping in after practice. After practice. I think they're 12.40 again today. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's another session. And, uh, yeah, we heard from Mac yesterday. He's back out. Did a uh, – what was the word? What did he say? Uh, did a full uh, – not self-analysis, whatever. I, I'm blanking on the word everybody's using. but Self-scouting. Self-scouting kind of, you yeah. know. Couldn't quite pin him down exactly. I mean, they, you know, I feel like Tommy Curran's really – so what would you say you guys do good? Like that that's kind of been his line of questioning the last couple couple press conferences. <laughs> well, I, really I thought Karen Garishian worded her question well in that, you know, she asked him, Are you confident in the changes that were made over yeah. the bye that they'll help? Yeah. Assuming that there were changes made. You know what I mean? So she's kind of leading the witness there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like yep. giving him the off ramp. Yeah, I agree, Fred. Here's the ramp. Take the off ramp right here. And he was like, yeah, 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 yeah I am. I was like, yeah, uh, uh, yeah okay. Yeah. I, he d- he just doesn't give you anything in, in these press conferences. And, I mean, I, I granted, I've only had Brady and Cam Newton virtually. Um, so this is really, compared to Brady, this is only my second quarterback that I've gotten to see in these kind of press conference situations. And I know that they keep the reins tight on them. But – they just he didn't give you nothing. I mean, did Brady ever? Did David, Brady ever get? Did he get less interesting? Ever like randomly, sometimes interesting, or was it just kind of the same yeah, thing? Yeah, every once in a while he had a message, and you know you'd be like, whoa, you know, like remember the Marty Schottenheimer one? What oh five after don't, they don't lost? Talk, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. He got really pissed. Yeah, and my, all Marty Schottenheimer was trying to Poor do Marty was say, yeah, we're giving him an out. You know, like you know, we just smacked the. The Patriots around at Gillette Stadium it had nothing to do with us. It was like they're just missing a lot of personnel. We caught them at a good time. Yeah, right. And Brady got pissed. Don't talk about our team. Right. Take our team out of your mouth. Yeah, I mean, Marty. Mm-hmm. I think Bra- Brady never really gave you much. No. It was yeah. just more eloquent. It was all fluff, but Max still kind of, I think, Kid. Yeah. Take, <clears throat> learning the ropes of dealing with the media yeah. and the podium. Tom did it for how many years? and. I just think when you can see the talking point, like they get asked the question and then you see kind of like the like downloading, <laughs> downloading answer, <laughs> you know, uh, 
don't don't you know talk about yourself. Uh, don't make comparisons. Like there's going to be are like you a confident list of rules. that uh, the changes that you made during the bye week. Wait, I know, I, I know this one. What did he want me to say? Right. On this yeah. one? I know, I know it, I know it. I, I mean, know. everybody's making a changes, lot of changes. Bye week. Yeah, you know. Yeah. That, well, that's like the NFL. We do that oh, all Lord the time, yeah. where he makes some <laughs> some reference to Pop Warner football, or that's what I love about football. It's it's always the same. Yeah, thing. yeah. I, uh, I, I mean, they, they asked him. I, I mean, I thought it was a good question. Giardi was just like, you know, you had a week off. How does how does the ankle feel? Well, everybody's hurt. Everybody's you everybody's know, recovering feeling, from something. <laughs> you know, it's always <laughs> take the specific and make it general. But um, yeah, I just I, I hope I hope they find something this week. I think that's what everybody's kind of waiting to see. And you know, I I, I don't want to say that people are going to be impatient, but I think to Evan's point yesterday of the come right out handoff two yard loss right up the middle. You know, like the. Like you just, I, I don't want to say that. I don't. I was wondering what's more important, like a strong start or a strong finish here. Not that, of course, you'd love to have both, but you know, I continue to feel like they need to get a strong start. Like there's no bad start that I've seen them be able to overcome yet. So it just seems like the first drive you put so much weight so, onto it, watching the game. Aside from the score, what will be your first indicator in this game that okay, the Patriots are going to be okay? They put. So, I just real quick. They put together one of their classic first drives of a game where it, it all like they planned it out. It all works. They go down the field and, and they p- put points on the board. I mean, ideally a touchdown. Sorry, Tamara. No, you're fine. I think um, I was thinking about something Jacoby said to me yesterday in the locker room because for the defense, for the most part, they said they want to reset because they know the Jets' offense is going to come out and look differently. And Jacoby said, "Well, we don't want to reset." He's like, "We need to completely redo." He's like, "We need to go out there and play better." And so the said, biggest piece. Of reset, Redo. Yeah, yeah, he so said. Speak into the mic. He redo. said he wa- he was like, we want to go out there and be able to stand on our own. <laughs> Let me say that again because y'all are so distracted. Sorry. He said he said we want to go out there and be able to stand on our own. And I thought about it and I'm like, that's true. They haven't been able to stand on their own. They've been leaning on the defense to score touchdowns or leaning on the special teams yeah. to give them great field position. Or the other at the, team to give you turnovers. Exactly. And so he's like there are things that we still need to fix and we need to be able to stand on our own and and all these wins they have not stood on their own so whenever a guy says something like that Hmm. we don't need to reset we need to redo yeah i wonder okay where did he get that from is that from is that he just made that up on the spot or is that like a theme that he's been hearing throughout the week yeah yeah, he the way he was like, well, on the offense, we don't think we need to reset. Like, the defense, they're all saying the same thing. Like, we can't go out there with the same mindset that we had in that first game because they're not going to play us the same. Whereas the offense is like, we didn't do anything well in that game at all. Like, we need, we need to figure it out. Do over. Yeah. Do over. <laughs> so, I just think it was interesting yeah. how, like, they are both on, like, different focuses, I guess, yeah. going yeah. into the game. Uh, Deuce, in your roundtable today, you mentioned that uh, – Parker wasn't available. At yeah, once now. Yeah, and now he is this, this game. I think so. Like, what difference does he make in this game, if at all? I mean, I don't want to overstate it because, obviously, it's been inconsistent with him. But, you know, I do think it gives you at least another option to kind of throw out there. And I mean, I think Sauce Gardner's been really good. So try to avoid him. Maybe pull him away from, from Myers if you, if you can. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, after I asked the question, I was kind of like, well, it's clearly David Andrews is, is, the, is the one you're excited to get back that you think can make a difference, didn't play at all in those last two games, and, you know, just how Cole Strange looked, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, I think Andrews is the guy that you hope can, can solidify the offensive line, get everybody kind of on track. And, 
But, you know, you always like to have Parker. And, I mean, he certainly has had a couple games this year where he's been um, productive. So, you know, more productive at least than, than Aguilar or Bourne or Hunter Henry or John o. Smith. So, um, like to see, like to just get him out there. I mean, I think it's just another option for him. We haven't really had a game, too, where we've been able to kind of show, like, maybe they're all number two receivers, but there's still a lot of them. There's depth, and that hasn't really been shown off in every any game we've had. And no, Jets have a good and secondary, and this feels like the game that it's like, it's like really all on the offense. I just want like a finally a game where they're comfortable. Everything kind of feels automatic. They u- spread the ball around, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Yeah, they definitely haven't been able to stand on their own. And I keep thinking about that specific line from Jacoby. Like we want to stand on our own, and they yeah. haven't been able to do that. Uh, what odds do you give that the Patriots come right on offense, come out and go fast? You know, no huddle, like pick up the pace. <laughs> Um, on that first drive, I could see that. I, I could see it, but I also think that you guys need to dip your feet into it. Like I, I don't feel confident that you can come out and run play, play, play. You know, you, you're you're all on the same page. You're all coordinated like that. Um, I mean, I like it in in theory, um, but I, I think the Jets are a team that doesn't really rely on a lot of different personnel packages. They can just kind of roll with what they have. So. I don't know. I, I just I just want to get it right. I don't think that the pace thing out of the gate is necessarily that vital. I just I get it right. Don't make turnovers. Don't have negative plays. Those are the keys. And, you know, when you get fast, you get ahead of yourself a little bit. You might not, you know, execute quite as well. But they've had two weeks off, so I just want to see something out of the gate because you've had time to change, time to prepare. Everybody that's talking this week says the same thing that I feel, which is that this is a huge game and, you know, I don't know what must win, but – it feels like a must win. I think it's interesting that both teams are coming off a bye. So they both they're both gonna be well rested. They both had plenty of time to like think about everything and make adjustments if they're going to. And so yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. Bentley was, you know, just saying a little bit yesterday about you know, just they're so fresh in your mind and mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you kinda have some carryover in that regard. But there there's nobody's under any illusions, I don't think, of, of what they're in for this week. They're gonna get a tough team that's gonna come in here and, and, and it's gonna I think it's gonna be a real good game. Absolutely. All right, 855-PATS-500 is the ace ticket hotline. 855-PATS-500. Let's hear what you have to say. Uh, we'll start with Todd in North Carolina. Hey, Todd. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, Todd. So, I was listening radio today. Because it's, uh, Todd, your phone sucks. What's going on? Talking to the phone. Okay, there we go. There, oh, there we go. Yeah. Hey. All right. So they, I was listening to ESPN Radio, and they said if the Pats make the uh, playoffs, it'll be Bill Belichick's best coaching year that he's ever had. So I was wondering, up to this point, what is Bill's best coaching year? What do you guys think? And I'll take the answer off the line. Thanks. Bye okay. now. Okay. Wow. Quick, quick question. Best coaching year for Bill Belichick. Mm. I, I, the first two that jumped to my mind are the first Super Bowl and the last Super Bowl. I mean, I think that those two teams were not the best teams. Um, otherwise, I think they were, you know, one of the best teams in the league and, you know, had among the best personnel. I think those two teams weren't among the best. And, you know, coaching-wise, I think it was uh, it's pretty good. I don't know. Are there any other ones to, in the mix? <coughs> I mean, it's hard to be a he has won season. Coach of the Year a few times, so I don't know. Yeah. But like, I mean, you could say, like, I mean, 11, they were terrible. They made it to the Super Bowl. I, I mean, I, you know, I don't want to hand out awards for that season because it was so bad, but – Really? It's so bad. <laughs> he, he really is unbelievable. You go to the Super Bowl. Well, they were, they were terrible. <laughs> I mean, it was just, I don't even want to think about that because they were so bad. 
Just tied <laughs> like, at 12 and 4. Came, you know, 12 <laughs> seconds away from winning the title. I mean, I don't even want to re- remember that. <laughs> but they were pretty bad. <laughs> they, were, they were horrible defensively, and I wouldn't put that on a list of accomplishments yeah. for Belichick because yeah. he, could, he did nothing to fix the defense all year, I would say that. Yeah. Thanks but for pointing that out. <laughs> the, fact, the fact that you're so, like, you know, traumatized by <laughs> a trip to the Super Bowl is kind of well, speaks I, to the uh, spoiled no, nature I, of Patriots I, I, I like what yeah. you said about the first Super Bowl. I 01 mean, is his best yeah. coaching job. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to get past that. Entirely new team, lost their franchise quarterback, and they never lost again. Right. Like, 14-3 mm-hmm. and three with Brady or something like that. That that's that was an amazing accomplishment. Yeah. yeah. And then the last one, I mean, it, not quite as impressive. They were, obviously, at that point, yeah. the Patriots. Yeah. I mean, they were probably the second best team in the league. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I right. think we can all agree that Kansas City was probably a little bit more yeah. talented. And they went to Kansas City and... and yeah, won a war. I mean, an overtime war. Yep, that was um, like one of their toughest paths oh. in recent memory too. Uh, that game yeah. was an unbelievable, unbelievable. Uh, Talk about entertainment. Yeah, oh unbelievable for, uh, performance by so many people in it's, that game. Yeah, you guys all rave about that. Ga- just the experience of that game. Like that's just one. Whenever that game comes up, anybody from this you know organization that was there just seems to be like that was just the highlight of of. Yep. I guess the end of it, you know, that like that was kind of the last. Well, uh, they they start out by, you know, shutting them out in the first half. You know, I think they were up fourteen nothing at the half, and you, you, thank God, you know, <laughs> because the the Chiefs just kept, you know, they came storming back in the second half. That was just back and forth, and you know, so many third and long, fourth down plays that the Patriots had to make to to keep drives going. It, it was just, it was amazing, and thank God that. Uh, who was it on the Chiefs that jumped off sides? D Ford. Yeah, D Ford. Didn't jump. Lined up. <laughs> lined up offside. Yeah. Ish. <laughs> Details. Paul didn't think it was everything but Patriots. Neither did anybody else. He, uh, he sure did. <laughs> His Velcro strap may have been in the neutral zone. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Christian in L.A. What's up, Christian? Hey, you guys. Happy Thursday. Thank you. Uh, football again. This week for us, the bye is over, and we're at the halfway point um so a couple of things i want to ask you guys one i really hope that we've done something over this five uh to get tequan thornton more into the offense this guy's one of the fastest guys in the nfl and there's no reason why with a little bit of movement we can't get this guy exploding into some of these secondaries and get mac and him in some rhythm together that's one thing second thing is what i really want to ask you guys is what what is it going to take for us to develop an identity as a team like what is this team's Identity, are we a short passing team? Are we a two-back, two-tight end team? What's it going to take for us to develop an identity? And have you guys ever uh, experienced a team that doesn't really have an identity going far into the playoffs or winning a Super Bowl? I don't know. That's that's a really ambiguous question, you know? Yeah. Like, what comes first, winning or the identity? You know what I mean? You're probably right. I don't know. Right. There are certain teams that, that – Kansas City's identity, they were throwing high, you know, high-powered offensive teams. That's their identity. So I'm asking, what is our identity, and has there been a team that doesn't really have a... Well, I think that's Fred's point. It's like you get an identity when you win. Yeah. I think that's... Is yeah. that the so point you're, you're trying to make? To get an identity. Yeah. I feel like our identity I guess is just defense. In some games. Yeah, yeah I guess yeah. I guess whatever you do consistently is yeah. your identity. I would say if they if they, you know, let's say that they play defense the way they did in the first 9 games and they end up going, you know, whatever 
six and two down the stretch. Their identity is defense. Yeah, well, that, right. that, that, that's that's well, their identity. Well, well, Smart well, defensive well, team. So right. What was playoffs? We be that defensive team that people go, okay, well, that's what they are. Yeah. yeah, but right now they're a mediocre right. 500 team. Right. And, they, and people keep asking this kind of question, uh, like in the press conferences and stuff, and like, like they stink. Like, what do you, what do you right. want it to say? Like, they're like, uh, go to any metric. They're not good offense. What do you want? It, you, you, the identity right. is that they don't produce. Right. Like, that's yeah. what it if is right now. Yeah, Whatever so, they, uh, they've accomplished, it's defense. Their yeah. identity is defense. Like, yeah. so what would you say? But the I, defense has been very but good. An identity, but to Deuce's point, an identity can be a negative. It doesn't oh, have yeah. to be a positive. Absolutely, so it's whatever you, you know do consistently that becomes your identity. Like, do you remember? Did, did the Baltimore Ravens two thousand team have an offensive identity? I don't. Nope. I don't know. That was a I don't defensive remember anything team. about that offense. Right. You know, that it, was a defensive but the team. The identity of the team, it was a defensive team. Right. Yeah. And so, as I'm asking, we're getting Tequan Thornton more involved. Like, again, why can't this guy get down the field vertically? Christian Watson can do it. You know. I mean, they can't. Okay, so would you have said that Christian Watson can do it before last week? I thought he was fast enough, and they. they Yeah, yeah, he's fast, but I mean, confident. I mean, Marquise Goodwin has been in the league as the fastest guy in the in the league for like ten years, and he's never really made an impact. Like Christian Watson made three touchdown catches last week. Maybe that maybe that's his coming out party. Maybe he's going to be a great player in the second half. He did nothing in the first half. Yeah. Drop some of those passes. Okay, well, what about our guy? What's it going to get our guy in that position? I get open. Get his right for some sort of breakout. Yeah, get open. Get open. Make uh, a play. Give Mac time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> it's just hard yeah. to wish so for those Andy's things when they can't protect them, you know? Have a little more time so Mac can sort of wait a second and try to wait for this kid to develop his yeah. route. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let's, let's go. Let's go, Pat, and uh, here we go. Thanks. I mean, I think question two is like, what could their identity be? Like that, like I mean, if you were, fa- I mean, I said today in the, in the roundtable, like, what do you think their ceiling is? Like, if it all just went right and they started to, it started to work, what would it, it look like? I mean, I still think that they're kind of a, a run first team that's going to be off play action, and you know they're going to try to take some shots, and you know on third down they're going to go to Jacoby Myers. Like, I mean, that's that's if it all goes right, I see that, but I don't see it. I don't see this being a top ten offense with no, a top if they ten have, offensive If they identity. have success in the second half, I think people will look at them and say, "Wow, the defense was able to do it against the better teams." Mm-hmm. This is a defensive team. Yep, they they surprised us and they were able to shut down the good offenses. Complimentary because I can't imagine they're going to start winning thirty eight thirty five. I don't think that that's in the cards. No. Mm-mm. Nope. Uh, Brad's of the Eastern Shore. What's up, Brad? Well, good afternoon, folks in New England. Hello. Uh, I've had a conference call with M&T Bank, which is in Buffalo, and they are actually shutting down their highway this afternoon and mm-hmm. expecting to shut down the airport by tonight. Wow. So that looks like it's going to be a, a massive storm coming in there. So, um, Two quick things. I, wonder if- I, I am very confused as to why, after one jet sweep handoff that went for a touchdown, we are not trying to get Mr. Thornton involved in anything with speed, either a quick pass to the flat, a quick little jab, two-step slant, anything to get his momentum going has been non-existent since that one play. I, I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm done with the Taekwondo stuff. Like, I... I no, what I mean, happens when they throw the ball to him? So, so last game they threw the ball. There was a bad pass at his shoes that he couldn't handle. That he wasn't out of his break yeah. in. And if you listen to like Dan Orlovsky, like the timing of the offense is the problem. Yeah. 
Like, I think that they've given all of these guys opportunities to do things, and they have not done yeah. that. You know, Whether you, it's the <laughs> receiver's fault, the offensive line's fault, right. Matt Patricia's fault, Mac Jones's fault. You go back to the last Jets game, there was a pass over the middle that Thornton should have had, and I don't know if he heard footsteps or something, but he, it was I mean, a drop. All of his catches have been, and I actually think, to the to his detriment, has been short throws. Yeah. And I don't think right, that's his but, game. But short throws standing still. Well, no. Yes. If you go back and look, Paul, almost every one of them have been a standing still catch, and then you I, get. I, I mean, you might be right. He only has nine catches, so like right. I don't. And, I, and like I, evidently they're just mi- misusing the greatest weapon in the history of football. I I, no, I mean I don't know. Paul, he doesn't look ready I'm to me. He does not look ready I'm to contribute. The, as Fred said, the ball goes off his shin on one play. He doesn't. He's not looking on another play. Like this is a Tyquan Thornton thing, not a. Uh, you can put all the so blame on Matt Patricia you, you want. I don't think the guy looks ready to, to be a major contributor. Like, in, in, in garbage time, he ran an end around in for a touchdown when they were up four touchdowns. Like, great. Do that again. Neat. Neat. And see what happens. I mean, that's the problem. We did it once and it worked, and we've never used it again. Okay, so that we got to get him more involved as a runner to see if we can break his collarbone I'm again. I'm saying use him for what he's got, and that's speed. There's a million guys in the league with speed. Can he do anything? Can he make an impact? And so far he hasn't. The answer to that is no, he hasn't done it yet. I'm not giving up on him. But, but, I mean, let's face it. He has not made an impact. I mean, no, none I don't of the receivers. Think they put him in a position <laughs> Jacoby Myers is the only that's receiver right. who's made an impact. Like right. if, if, if Aguilar had like twenty catches, and I mean, if it was really pro- like, like nobody is producing right now, so it's absolutely great. like we can want Thornton to, to, to produce, and I and I'm with you, and like, I'm all for it, Brad. You know? I'm all for Tyquan Thornton. You know, give him more opportunities to maybe get down the field. I don't want him on short stuff. I don't want him on quick slant so he can get his yeah. light switch lowered. Yeah. No, you know, with a with a no, with a no, no, with a head of steam going in traffic. Middle. That's not his game. Give him an end around. Give him a jet sweep. Give him. I don't want that. Yeah. I don't want him in traffic so he can get smushed. He's small and he already got smushed once. I I want him down the field. I want him making big plays over the top. I wouldn't mind seeing some of those Jerry Rice slants where, you know, he gets it and just goes. <laughs> I don't want that. I, I, you don't I want that? Why I, not? Because I think he'll be on IR <laughs> after the second one. Like, that's why. I think he's too small. Don't put him a, don't like, put him Devontae a, Parker, by all means, big body, yeah. quick slant. He can withstand that punishment. And even he got hurt on one of them. Yeah. Well, the, other, the other statement I wanted to make real quick, guys, is I think a when you have to stay a guard. I know we're struggling with the right side terribly, but that's been the only constant this team has had this season. And that, and to move him somewhere else, I feel like is just throwing in the, the yeah, well, towel. Bill off. agrees. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I think Bill agrees with yeah, you. Yes, yeah, Sounds like he's going to stay there. Yep. All right, guys. All right. Thanks, Bra- thanks, Brad. You got Paul going, so job no, well I, done. It's it, But Brad didn't really get me going. It's the, like, it's the whole, like, Whenever it's not working, it's right. always because somebody's not getting involved enough. Right. It's not because they're not playing well. Mm-hmm. It's because someone is being grossly misused. When are we going to see more Pierre <laughs> Strong? <laughs> right, right. Look, yeah. That's the Pierre Strong of uh, your right. block. Right. Right. And I'm not telling you that Tyquan Thornton can't make plays. I like Tyquan Thornton. He's the only wide receiver that I think will definitely be here next year. Yeah. I think you can make an argument for the other four yep. being gone. You're right. He's the only one I know will be here next year. 
So I'm not giving up on Tyquan Thornton, but at the same time, I, I'm not thinking, this is Justin Jefferson reincarnate. They're, <laughs> they're just wasting him over there. I think they, right, they can't do anything. Like, you got to get to the point where, I, like, if they were force-feeding Aguilar, be like, man, this guy's probably not even going to be here next year. We're wasting Thornton. Like, get him more involved. Like, I feel like they've been trying to get him involved, but nobody's getting the ball downfield. And I mean, and I think there's plays, too, where Max locking on to him, trying to like almost like the the personification of like, like what they're saying. That. Like, I, I'd I like really to see that. I'd like to see them do more of that. Okay, like let's yeah. let's get one downfield. Let's let's every game. Let's take a shot or two <coughs> to Tyquan Thornton. I'm all for that. I think I think Brad is right. I just don't like the manner in which Brad wants to do it. An end around, like an end around, yeah. is like, yeah, that might work. Like, I, I want stuff that I can fall back on, and that I can Sustainable. use. Yeah, I, I want stuff like that. Not like the other team's not playing anymore and I run an end around because they just fumbled for the fourth time in the last, like, five plays and we just ran it in from the 15-yard line in a game that's already over. Like, that to me is not something that I could say, they really need to do more of that. <laughs> like, that's when that play happened in the Cleveland game. Yeah. It was like the third turnover of the fourth quarter in inside the 10. That was the, yeah. the uh, Carl Davis play. He 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 got the fumble and ran it back to like mm-hmm. the ten yard line, right? Yeah. Wasn't that the next play in. was like an end around? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Cleveland really had a lot of interest yeah. in that play. His other touchdown was pretty. He had two touchdowns that game, right? I mean, yes. that was that was decent. I mean, it yeah. wasn't he was broken play still. Yes. And, you know, had some you know adjustment in you the okay? end zone. And I got tic- tickle in my throat. Oh, I hate the. Tickle. You want me to call the priest? Take the tickle. Yeah. <clears throat> Whoopsie. <Yeah. laughs> call the priest. Oh. Uh, Travis in West Virginia. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that offensive? <laughs> uh, the Patriots have a stretch coming up where they play three games in 12 days. He says there's a misconception that uh, they would normally play three games in 21 days. However, this is false. Under normal circumstances, 15. each team plays three games every 15 days. 15 days. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ish. Right? My Ish. I'm not good at math. I, yeah. I know. You, I'm going to go with the emailer. I'm going to trust the emailer's math, not mine. Yeah. I was going to go that 15. Was, that was a big question yesterday in the press conference where at a certain point you're like, dude, like they're, they're no on one, one game at a time. They ain't talking about No one <laughs> makes more of the mundane than the Patriots media core. <laughs> right. It's like everybody that was, uh, you know, teeing it off of three games in 12 days. Talk about the challenge. I'm just focused on the Jets, man. The, w- w- <laughs> the, the, chal- the only part of the challenge is the middle game. Yeah, right. The short, because that's a short, short prep against a team you don't really right. know. You play on a Sunday coming off a bye. No issue there. Mm-hmm. Then you have a short week on Thanksgiving. Then you have a whole week for the next game. No issue there. See, that's another part nobody's mentioned. Like, they're coming off the bye. Like, they've had extra time to get ready for this. Like, it's not like right. they're like, oh, you know. But the email is right. It's it's normally yeah. whatever it is. Like, fif- yeah, I think it's, it's like 15 every days. Every, every Sunday, Sunday, three Sundays in a row, that's three games in 15 days. It's not, not 21. 21. Which I think I may have said earlier in the week. Unless you want to count the prep days leading into the game, right. and then that <laughs> might be more context for right. what we're actually talking about in terms. But of it's rest only one short week. Yep. Yeah. Out of one. the three, out of the three games, it's one that's out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's the Thanksgiving night. Right. Then you got regular week till Buffalo, and then you got a long week waiting for the following what Monday night. Yeah, you'd game, be off so a mini buy. A little mini buy, so it all works. <clears throat> oh, they won't like that because it's a. Monday night game off the mini buy, and they that don't like count. that. That doesn't count. They don't like it's too confusing. Uh, Joe and Wark, New York. They might have to play on uh, Saturday. It's going to be point. a big game this weekend. The Jets' defense is strong and aggressive. At the end of the day, will Mac Jones have be most resemble Sam Ellinger or Tua Tagliavola? 
Tonga Vailoa. Tonga Vailoa. Tonga Vailoa. Say it again. Tonga Vailoa. I mean, you're asking me, will Mac Jones more closely resemble a potential MVP candidate or the worst quarterback in the league? Because that's what you boil that question. Can I make the cop out and say somewhere in between those two? I don't think he's the worst quarterback in the league. I don't think he's capable of playing like the best. Not yet. That's for sure. No. If there's a needle, which which way? Which is which right? Right, right in the middle. <laughs> I mean, based on what we've seen, if you had to say one or the other, I'd go closer to Ellinger because yeah. that's where he is right now. Yeah, yep. And against that defense too, it's 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 going to be tough. Last and year it would have been closer to Tua. Yeah, yeah, because he was bit. like in the middle last year. Yeah. Right, he was like yeah, perfect. He was an average quarterback last year, league wide. Right, great. So I would Rookie. say you're trending. Up mm-hmm. this year, you're trending down. Over under for Patriots sacks three. Ooh. This game over. Over. I'm gonna say under. Go get him. <clears throat> I think I think it's huge. I think they gotta go get him. Go get him. But what? I think he won his direction. This. Wait week a minute. Yeah, I think he Just moves well, away. and I don't think they're gonna throw it. Yeah. I, I'm Wait. Not, so uh, I I answered that thinking like how many times is Mac gonna be sacked? Oh no. Oh oh no no. Sorry. Patriots sack. Mm-hmm. Sack Wilson. I'd say three total. So push, yeah. push. <laughs> I'm gonna say under because I think he moves well and they won't throw it a lot. Yeah. <sighs> What's their O line situation? They were really banged up. Yeah, last they have another time. guy missing. I say over. Right card. Yeah, I. I don't know. I just I, I I I'm gonna have some some bad thoughts if the defense comes out and doesn't really force any turnovers and doesn't really get much pressure because then it's gonna be like it's 2021 all over again. The defense yeah. is gonna go to sleep after the bye week. So I mean. You guys are right. I mean, I they, wouldn't they, worry about you know, that I think, this week. I think yeah. the defense will look good this week. Just not get sacks. Oh no, no I, th- I I don't think they had a tremendous amount of sacks in the first game. No, no. But I, I thought they had pressure. Yeah, well, that's what I feel. Like. I feel like you need to get pressure this week because I don't think I think I, I just I mean, I'm going into the game assuming that we're going to just get like a pretty good Zach Wilson that's not going to do totally totally stupid things. So I just think you have to force him into it. You know, you can't rely on like we were talking about earlier where he's kind of like. End of the downs, but uh, why don't I just put it up? Like maybe something will happen. Like I don't think you're going to get those plays this week, and you got to, you know, get in and, and push him over the edge and, and force him into those mistakes. Uh, ben in Liverpool, New England, uh, Eng- New England, <laughs> Liverpool, England. Listening to you guys the last few weeks, I get the impression that Evan <coughs> is a bit, from practice is yeah. a bit of a Mac apologist. Granted, I do agree with him that he's been done dirty for lack of a better. Uh, term in relation to the coaching coordinator hires, Sans Josh. Sans. Uh, the roller skater impression performance of the O-line and the lack of a top five wide receiver. That being said, I also think that Mac Jones has played badly and has left plenty of plays on the field. Can I ask all of you roundtable style, how much of Mike uh, Mike's blame pie do you think Mac Jones is responsible for in relation to the offense looking desperately poor this year? Oh, that's some. <laughs> I don't like to do per- percentages. Um, I, I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I mean, I think it's. I don't think it's. I think the overall uh, offense is a bigger problem. So I would say that the the overall offense design, play calling, coaching gets like half the blame pie. I might give Mac a quarter of the blame pie. What's the last quarter? Protection. How about that? I think that sounds about what I'm thinking. Yeah, I guess if you break it up, coaching, quarterback, receivers, O line. Twenty-five percent sounds good. I just—I mean, I don't—I mean, less. I don't want to speak for Evan, but I don't. I, I mean, Mac is responsible for something. Yeah, Samara <laughs> has turned into Evan. What happened? With <laughs> I have a, an ongoing 
debate in my mind. Who do I want to come back as in my next life, Belichick or Mac Jones? Because neither can do any wrong. Ten percent. Ten. Ten percent. Okay, Evan. Yes. Is back from practice. Evan has returned from practice. Evan has returned from practice. Yeah. Evan has returned from practice. What was the mood? Who wasn't there? What did he see? All right, Evan. What do you got? A little bit of bad news today, unfortunately. No Jonathan Jones at Patriots practice on Thursday. Now, wasn't on the injury report yesterday. There is an illness going around the locker room that Demarcus Mitchell has missed a couple practices with. uh, Damian Harris missed a game last week due to illness. So, potentially, the flu bug or whatever it is that's going around the locker room has found Jonathan Jones, but... Yeah, big one. No, Jonathan Jones out of practice. He seemed fine yesterday. Yeah, he seemed. He did. We all talked to him at the podium. He usual, seemed great. Usual happy self. Yep. Yeah. Uh, any insight into the tackles today? Nope. No uh, stretching only. Yeah. So we got kicked out before we could get into that. But I, I think that the tackle situation yesterday was more about just wrote rotation right you know you you cross train guys get guys ready in case of emergency trent brown wasn't on the injury report so i I highly doubt that that was i I wouldn't look too much into that yesterday so i wanted to talk to i was trying to wait for you to get here on that because i i I mentioned it earlier some of your other colleagues sort of indicated that he didn't have his helmet on and yeah you know kind of intimating that Wynn was getting reps at left tackle in preparation of playing left tackle because Trent Brown wasn't going to be available. I completely dismissed that as a possibility, A, based on what you had said when we were on the show yesterday, and then B, when the injury report comes out, he's not on it. Right. So non-factor. I I can't imagine a scenario where Trent Brown is not playing – yeah, I, I, I would Sunday. agree with Evan. I'll just say tackle because I guess there is a situation where maybe they did decide during the bye week to flip them back to where they were last year. But in terms of him actually playing in the game or Trent Brown being the odd man out here, I, I just yeah. I have no idea how you get to that conclusion. None. What else is going on out there? Nothing. You know, it's starting to feel... Like I said yesterday, it's chilly out again today. And did e- you have e- to bring gloves again today? I didn't bring gloves, and it's my hands are red. I, I really have to get on that. <laughs> I got to get the gloves. But yeah, you, you definitely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, it, it, football weather, I guess, is the way that that a lot of people would put it. But it's it feels like second half of the season in Foxborough, right? You know, it's starting to get cold. I know in Buffalo, they're expecting like eight feet of snow or something crazy yeah. like that. So. We're getting into that part of the year for sure. We just got a report that they're closing the highway tonight. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Buffalo. I think they're going to have to move that game. Yeah. What is football weather? I'm just wondering, like, (laughs) does the other team come in today? Or, like, what do they do, the other team? It's Cleveland. Yeah. It's not too too long of a drive, maybe. I don't know. The highway's closed. Yeah. Yeah, we've (coughs) we've driven. Yeah. To Buffalo. Remember? Why do you, you – this is like the third time that I've referenced bad weather in Buffalo with you on trips, and you've looked at me as if I'm saying something completely out of left field. We drove to Buffalo? We've driven home from Buffalo. As a team? Yes. I don't remember that. I remember Andy's still mad at me because they had these big trays of wings, oh. and they were passing them around the bus on the way home, and everybody's half asleep. And, uh, you know, so you're getting the, the wings, and I get – you know, Andy gets some, I take some, and I – what do you do when, you, when you're done? You pass it on, right? Puff, puff, give. Comes over. 
what you do? What, what you do with those wings? I go. I pass them to the next guy. Where are they? I go. I don't know. They're up there somewhere. Why don't you go find out? He's like pissed at me because I didn't just take a couple of wings and then give him the tray. Oh, he's he's, he's got. Well, that sounds part for the course of the Andy. Right? Yeah, like, he just like wanted the whole tray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was my fault that I had the audacity to pass it along to the next See, person. I remember taking a bus home from the Jets. Uh, we've done that as well, and, then and re- the train. And I remember, yeah. And the, I remember from, from Buffalo having to s- spend an extra night in Rochester. Yep. Oh, so I was because born. the hotel we were staying at there was like this junior ho- hockey national or no worldwide championship. So the hotel was booked. We had to check out, go to another hotel, yeah. stay another night. I was on that trip too. Yeah. Hmm. Weather game. Buffalo's always a weather game, yeah. even if it's week one. But <laughs> Still a weather game. I don't remember taking a bus back from Buffalo. Really? Huh. You didn't get any wings either, apparently. Because that's like an eight-hour trip, right? It was a long ride. Yeah. Uh, now, friend, I'm going to find out that it was a Jets game, and I just, <laughs> you know me, I misremember things. <laughs> yeah, <'cause> Buffalo <laughs> wings after the Jets. The Jets game was like, you know, they canceled the flight, and we took a bus, and, I mean, it probably took us eight hours to get from the Jets, that Jets the ride, Jets was, game, yeah, that was so a long one. And I remember they stopped on the like the pipe. You know, like you you like driving the whole way, and you're like, you might as well just get home now. And all of a sudden, we stopped at like one of the rest areas on the pike. I'm oh, like, we're we like, we're like ten minutes from home. Can we just <laughs> get home? Up. Oh, I hate that. I, I got a. I was hungry. Everybody want to go stretch yeah. your legs, Ludlow. <laughs> Probably. Shout out exit seven. <laughs> Former exit seven. Alex yeah. goes by yeah. it every day, <laughs> twice. <laughs> Go to the Starbucks there every day. <laughs> uh, can I ask a question? Uh, what would be football weather for you? Like, like you know, everyone's like, oh, it's football weather. I feel like that. Like, you start in the summer, it goes through the fall, <laughs> it gets into the winter. You're saying it's getting cold, and people are saying this is football weather. But for me, I feel like football weather is like 55 degrees, yeah. October, crisp. Like that to I think me. For me, yeah. it's anywhere between thirty-five and fifty-five. Yeah, I, Ooh, I would all the way to thirty-five. No, I don't mind it's if cold. it's if it's a little cold, but I hate like a lot of people say f- football. Like the Fall. the whole thing with with the, this Bills game, and I've seen some of this on Twitter. People saying, "Well, now we can't play in the snow." It, it's it's not about it's not gonna be football. It's not it's about, about the actual public game. safety. Yes, <laughs> it's about everything that in, that that goes into putting a, a, an event on in the stadium and having. 75,000 people show up in the middle of a yeah. four-foot blizzard. Like, that, you know, at some point you might you want to take a step back and say, <laughs> you that don't might take not be a home game from Bill's Mafia. <laughs> that <laughs> might they're, not be the wisest thing to do, yeah. you know? Half of them are staying overnight anyway. It's, but uh, it's but not I'd the never, wisest thing to do to take a home game from Bill's Mafia. Yeah, I've never <laughs> understood the, the, like, the whole football. Well, well, you know, that's that's how you find out who the better team is. No, it, no, it isn't. Well, like what you know, and and I don't yeah. want to play in in eighty degree weather either. That's not football weather either. Yeah, you know, like the whole Miami thing, oh, the where Miami they're just thing. wearing you down. And, like that's and, not football weather yeah, either. IV and they also thing. put you in the sun in Miami, yeah. where the home team has the shade. It's oh, and they it's and, very they, tor- and they, doc- they doctor the thermometer. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, psychological there was like warfare. A, there was like yeah. a twenty degree difference on the two sidelines. Didn't the other Bill day? do something like that against like the Titans in like 03 or something? Like they had like the they put a thermometer So on the away team tunnel over here when they come out on the away team tunnel there's a thermometer on the on the like siding of the tunnel yeah and i remember uh when they played the chargers here and uh the 18 playoffs 2019 january 2019 all the players were coming out and they were like oh my gosh it's 10 degrees like you know and all these sunny san diego right. guys are like oh boy i'll tell you stories about them 
you know, intentionally leaving the snow on the sideline. They, cle- they clear oh, yeah. the field, <coughs> and instead of taking the snow out of the, the bowl, yeah. they leave it on the sideline. Yeah. So, gotta, so like, the, the opponents can come in. Snow. So Absolutely, cold is mental. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I, so I, I, I hate when the when the weather is the mitigating factor in who wins the game. Right. Like, that, that, oh yeah, that, like a lot of people do. Well, that's how you the sign of toughness. The tougher team wins. Yeah. No, it's not. Like Patriots Bills last year, right? <laughs> yeah, right. That, that, that's, that's exactly what came to mind. So that Patriots Bills game, that was terrible. The wind, it's terrible. Evan, with the fact that you know the weather is going to be decent here this weekend, did that help the mood of the team at all? The mood of the team <laughs> was, again, I, I actually, they, you know, look, you're coming off the bye week. I, I think a lot of the guys are ready to go, right? They want to they wanna get back into this and, and, and get back into playing games, and I, I feel the same way. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm chomping at the bit to, to have a game to talk about again because, you know, the email you read when I sat down, it's like, how many times have we answered this email, right, of yeah. wh- who, who's the blame and where what's wrong with the offense? Like, we've done two weeks of, of this, and it's like, let's just play a game, and it might look the same. It might look different. Yeah. It probably looked the same. but We need more we can, sample size. We right. need more, another sample to discuss. At least we can talk about something else, you know, some actual tangible evidence of – this is what's going on. All right. Well, we got a lot more to talk about. We got picks today, uh, so we have to hurry. We do. Paul's Foods here, so we'll take a break. But before we do, I just want to let you know that this show is brought to you by the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism. Great memories are made in Massachusetts, no matter how you choose to make them. Indoors or outdoors, scenic views or city vibes, solo or family style. Whatever moves you, whatever the season, plan your perfect Massachusetts getaway at Visit MA. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Patriots fans, you'll want to check out the replay on this one. Pat the Patriot is stealing the show tonight with his Bank of America mobile banking app. 
That's right, folks. So here we see Pat cheering, and then whammo! Is that Bank of America life plan? Looks like he's saving up for some big future moves. Planning the next vacay, huh, big guy? And wait, now he's paying back his buddy for concessions using Zelle? No penalty there. Incredible. No way. As if that double move wasn't impressive enough, now he's beefing up his account defense with security meter? Holy cannoli, what a performance. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Patriot fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com banking. You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. And a willingness to make the commitment day in and day out to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. There's no season better than football season, and there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week, so head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on. 
only on Verizon. 5G ultra-wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Patriots fans, you'll want to check out the replay on this one. Pat the Patriot is stealing the show tonight with his Bank of America mobile banking app. That's right, folks. So here we see Pat cheering and then whammo. Is that Bank of America life plan? Looks like he's saving up for some big future moves. Planning the next vacay, huh, big guy? And wait, now he's paying back his buddy for concessions using Zelle? No penalty there. Incredible. No way. As if that double move wasn't impressive enough, now he's beefing up his account defense with security meter? Holy cannoli, what a performance. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Patriot fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com banking. You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. And now, great moments in history. People are like, oh, even though you're vaccinated, you still have to wear a mask. Well, no, they want you to because not everybody else has gotten it. No, not everybody else has gotten but it, like so they could still can be still carriers. transmit it. Right. They're, they're not sure yet. Okay. Well, well that's so why. They, that's why they're trying to be safe. Right. But if, like, We don't want to go back. I know. I We're just, I want the go masks back. gone well, so I, bad. Well, you never know. Strains, variants. Well, they don't know. I'm reading right now about the middle, uh, middle Ages, and, like, <laughs> we think we've got it bad. What kind the, of strain? This should be good. The, the bubonic plague. <laughs> <laughs> we got nothing over that. I mean, literally half of Europe died. Yeah. When you got it. You died. Yeah. I mean, that was it. And, you know, it lasted for a couple of years, and then it went away. But then it came back over the course of 15 years. Life expectancy was also like 17. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it kept coming back, you know, yeah. Yeah. over 15 years. And nobody wore their armor. Mm-hmm. That's why they wouldn't wear their armor. <laughs> That's another great moment from... All right, we're back. Fred had to duck out, so sorry, guys. You're stuck with uh, Deuce Man in the... Uh in the host chair? I'm not in the chair. I'm in my own chair still, but in chair. Uh, in chair. Uh, I got a quick. Let's. I got to jump in, into a quick email because uh, I thought this was pretty good from Colin uh, in Buckley, Washington. Uh, on Tuesday, someone wrote in about a hypothetical situation where negative points could be awarded. This has me thinking on my commute home, and I've come to the conclusion that negative points should be given on defensive touchdowns. I like that, right? Like instead of like that, you don't get you, the other team gets them away, and then it doesn't mess up your point per game total. No. All right, fine. <laughs> That's yeah. the closest thing I found that makes any sense. Otherwise, it's like well, you're not going to give it for. To be know, honest I with you, I don't get it. <laughs> to be honest with you, I, I I understand what they're saying about points per game and stuff like that, but when you actually do the math. Teams don't score enough defensive touchdowns for it really to skew the numbers all that much. Like you're really talking about on the margins, because uh, I've done this in the past. Yeah. Like where I'm like, I think oh. Patriots got 21, I think, right now, 21 defensive right. points. Right, so it's yeah. like 21 defensive points over the course of nine games is really not. And that's a, direct, right? That's like that pick, pick six, right? Like fumble sixes. Yeah, right. I count the you know 
block punt when you take over on the half yard line. I can't. I can't that that's a good point. But well, that doesn't get counted in the actual touchdown. That's because yeah. that's definitely right. that's like DVOA stuff, right? Yeah. 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 Like yeah. yeah, yeah, EPA. That is a good question, though. I mean, is that? I mean, I know the yardage and and you know achieving success, but I mean, do you get docked at all for like you didn't have to drive the ball at all? Like, does that factor into it at all? I mean, you just kind of have a, a, a one play or two play one yard scoring drive. No, not so much. I, I, stats like DVOA, for example, they more take into account down and distance. So, like two yards on third and ten is not the same as two yards yeah. on third and one, right? Like, that's that's more the difference than uh, accounting for short fields or things like that. But, yeah, when it comes to defensive touchdowns, you're really talking about, like, maybe half a point difference for some teams that have a lot of defensive points versus teams that don't. Yeah. It's really not something that makes a team number one in the league in scoring to number 15 in the league in scoring. It's yeah. really within the margins. Another one from Spee. Don't worry, Evan. It's not, not directed towards you. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, just a little funny lookalike. Uh, do you think Mac looks like Alfred E. Newman? No idea who that is. Are millennials not, not going to weigh in on that one? No Mad Magazine? No? Probably not. Zach Wilson, sort of the butt face you'd find on a Garbage Pail Kid? <laughs> wow. Garbage Pail Kids? You guys got that one? Nope. No? Nope. No? It sounds like vaguely familiar, but I can't. Back in the 80s, no there were Cabbage memory. Patch Kids. I had those. Cabbage Patch Kids, and then, yeah. And then they made Garbage Pail Kid cards, which were like, I mean, they're all kinds of gross things. I, I, I don't remember any off the top of my head, but yeah, sorry. A little walk down memory in there. There's uh, another one from Melvin. What's up, y'all? That's my Melvin. Uh, Patriots need to win this game, and I think they will. 2017, they need to win a game they aren't supposed to. Therefore, I feel like... I feel better if they can also beat the Vikings ne- next week. Is it more likely the Pats go 0 and 2 or 2 and 0? Right now I'm feeling 2 and 0. I'm feeling it a little bit. But we were talking I, about I, Minnesota yet last yeah, yesterday. Yeah, I don't know if this was bit. on air or not. I always get yeah. mixed up of what or we were what talking show about. It was. Yeah, but I I was not overly impressed with the Minnesota offense after watching that tape against Buffalo. <laughs> And talk about defensive touchdowns. They they had one, right? So they only scored 26 points, and three of them came in overtime. So they really only scored 23 points in regulation. And that offense is Dalvin Cook hitting a home run in the, on the ground and Justin Jefferson, and that's it. They have nobody else outside of that. I think that that's the type of offense, especially with Kirk Cousins at quarterback who can't really move, that Bill Belichick is typically – feasted on and they got a good enough defense the Patriots do this year to put together a plan that if this is your only guy in the passing game we can take him out and make you play left-handed and then Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins yeah, like I think that's a very too. very good formula for them <laughs> uh one from Russell uh in Arkansas here on the tap- tackle topic the last couple of days any chance they double dip a tackle this offseason meaning in free agency and the draft uh also is there any chance that Andrew Stuba can turn in a solid as a solid starter. I thought he was graded high coming out of college, but felt he fell because he was injured. Uh, Paul, please correct me if I'm wrong, but since it's about the O line, I'm not sure you don't care. <laughs> you got the last part right. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think Wynn's gone, and uh, I think know, Wynn's gone, and, yeah. and 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 Brown has been healthy he, this year. He could be gone, but he's you know a little bit tenuous. But he's got one year left on his deal. He signed yeah. that two-year deal. I, double dipping in free agency in the draft, I, there's not going to be a whole lot of tackles in free agency no. that are worth anything. Well, they, they, they just signed this guy yesterday, and uh, shoot, I don't have him in front of me, who was like a former tight end who's yeah. added like 30 pounds in the last three I, months. I, I think that played in every uh, other league yeah. that there is. Yeah, like that's how, that's how desperate you are if you're looking yeah. to add like tackle depth. Right well, now. I'm not trying to 
I, I, I'm not trying to sit here and say the Patriots offensive line has been good the last month or so has certainly not been the case, but just for reference, PFF right now has them as the sixth best offensive line in football. Seems low for them. <laughs> so the problem is league-wide with offensive line play right now. I mean, I asked the Rams about offensive line play. They're, they have a Super Bowl roster that can't go anywhere because their offensive line is terrible. So this is a league-wide issue, and that's why in free agency, if you have a good tackle – on your team he doesn't hit free agency right Isaiah Wynn's gonna cash in yeah Isaiah Wynn (laughs) might be the best tackle available honestly (laughs) I mean that's the way that it is right now in the league is the last really true stud tackle to come available was traded and that was Trent Williams like he's the last one that I can think of off the top of my head I mean Teron Armstead went from New Orleans to Miami yeah that's good I mean I wouldn't say he's Trent Williams yeah but they had but New Orleans also had massive massive cap issues but yeah that's that's a good one uh, William and Philly. William and Philly's been holding on way too long, so got to get him on. Sorry, William. Uh, hey, how you doing, man? Thank God. What's going on? Sorry about that. <laughs> Fred left you hanging. I, I came going? in. No, no, no worries. You know, everything good. You know, just listening. Um, I, I got to speak on what Fred said. Fred said that the receivers are good enough. I think he's. I think that's a lie. I mean, that's it, it has been shown. It, it just happened, and maybe with the Ravens where Devontae Parker was going off a little bit it might see my little glimpse and whatnot but other than that that's it and then what um what Paul was talking about as far as Ty Contour yeah I don't want to see him doing jet sweeps either I want to <laughs> see him going out deep yeah period yeah get the speed I, I wouldn't uh, be opposed to seeing him more integrated into the offense give him more opportunities each week I just don't necessarily want to send him into crowds because I don't think that's something yeah for him long term, I don't think he has the body type to, you know, catch a lot of quick slants and take shots from I, from like in zone defenses from linebackers. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I agree. Yeah. Jet motion, I'll I disagree with. If you don't want him to send him in jet motion, because like, oh, I don't mind jet motion. Yeah, I'm talk, he's just talking about handing them the ball all the time. I don't like know. Someone wanted to get him more because he has a jet, jet sweep touchdown. Like that's the missing link to the offense. I, I wouldn't necessarily want to see the him handed the football more, but if you send him in motion and then throw him the football, oh, yeah. Yeah. now that's that's now. affecting. Yeah, that's no. affecting the defense. Right that's now, maybe maybe that's a little bit too far ahead for the current situation. Wow, right? I don't know. He's I don't so know if down on every element of the I, offense. I don't know if we're we're ready too to much. send receivers in motion and have them catch Except passes, but. <laughs> I don't know. Can I make one more take? Yes, yes Willem. Okay, the la- this is the last one. That's it. Um, I think who was it? Fred, I think it was that said, if um, if I was using my first round pick on what receiver who I trade for, you had to t- you had to probably add more than just a first round pick. And Paul, you already said the person already, Justin Jefferson. I'm going all in to go get him. Not happening. <laughs> well, that's not happening. <laughs> like it's got to be a realistic target. Like Jerry Judy is, him, is the guy we brought up earlier in the week. He's the only one. There was there was like some talk at the trade deadline that he could yeah. be available. There's definite frustration on the part Thanks, of William. offensive players in, in Denver because Russell Wilson's been a train wreck. I think that you could make an argument that you revisit that in the offseason, you might be able to get Jerry Judy, who's be three years in the league, so you get some experience, first round pick, you know. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know what kind of connection he has with Mac Jones. That might help a little you know i don't know how much they actually played together i know obviously they know each other yeah um but i I wouldn't be opposed to to something like that but like yeah justin jefferson would be better but i don't just don't i don't see that being even 
like more than 0.1% possible. Tie them up on Thanksgiving and just, you know, throw them in the plane, drag them back. Uh, I, I would love to give Belichick some, some true serum on that 2020, 2020, right? Yeah, 2020 draft mm -hmm. because Jefferson went the pick before theirs. Yep. And then as soon as the Vikings picked Jefferson, they traded out yep. of the pick. And I would just love to know, maybe next week somebody will try to ask him just because it's relevant to that week. But I know you usually get those questions, oh, did you do any homework on this guy in the draft or whatever? And I don't think he'll tell us th that deep. But do you want me to ask on that Friday? I'll say, Bill, <laughs> did you bang the table? <laughs> it just feels... When, when Minnesota picked Justin Jefferson, the pick before you? It just felt like how automatic it was that once Jefferson was off the board at 22, I think it was, or 20 or whatever, that they automatically just traded the pick. I just feel like that has to say something about their plans in that first round. I, I, I think Jefferson was their guy. I, I, I think there's another one the year after, hmm. and that's Jalen Waddell. I think that they really like him. Guys, they yeah. want the good receivers. From, they just can't get them. From my, in, my intel tells okay. me. I, yeah, I don't know about Justin Jefferson. I'm not letting them off the hook for Justin Jefferson because it's called trading up <laughs> right. in the first round. Like, you could have leapfrogged Minnesota uh, to take much. him if you wanted him that badly. Uh, Waddle's off the board, right? You're not going to yeah. trade that far up. But if Justin Jefferson was your guy, you should have yeah. traded up. Well, yeah. that was like no, Hightower I, and, I, and See, I agree with Evan. Like, a, a lot of people, this is the same thing that we have with Justin Fields. You know, and people attacked us for saying, like, well, no, you guys don't remember. He was gone. I'm like, yes, I know. Chicago went from, like, 19 or 20 up to yeah. 11 to make a move to get a guy that they wanted. You were at 15. You wouldn't have had to pay what Chicago paid mm -hmm. to go where the Giants are, and you could have gotten him if you wanted to. Just like if you really wanted Justin Jefferson, if that was the, the apple of your eye and he's – available two picks before you, you got to figure out a way to move up. I'm just finding it so hard right now to really believe in what they like what they need at receiver because they can't even get guys who are okay pros at least more than like 10 catches, you know. So it's like I just I, I, I right now I'm kind of lost in the wilderness in terms of the offensive weaponry and where they go after this year and you know like I think Paul kind of alluded to like do you just kind of let everybody walk and redo it but I just I don't know what the answer is because they can't throw the ball in, in, to wide receivers right now anyway so it's like is that all going to be great we got Jerry Judy now to run down the field and not get the ball and speaking of like. the PFF stuff I saw earlier in the week that Myers was listed as like one of the yeah. top 10 potential free agents available yeah. So if that's true, it's going to be hard to envision him re-signing here. Yeah. If he has that kind of marketability. I just have a tough time with Jerry Judy in particular because I'm not sure that he moves the needle enough for you. Like, how much better is Jerry Judy than Jacoby Myers? I I don't, especially with Jacoby's institutional knowledge in the system. I I'm just not really sure that that's this stark improvement when you look at how teams have done it in the past with their quarterback going into their third season it's Tyree Kill it's AJ Brown it's Diggs obviously in Buffalo like that's not Jerry Judy like Jerry Judy is not on the level of those three players yeah. so if you're going to do it if you're going to do it you got to go out and you got to get you know one of one of the guys in the league you know DeAndre Hopkins you know, when he gets traded to Arizona it's not it's not Jerry Judy he's that's, not a guy yeah he's a guy he's he's just a guy, though. Not you know, and DK Metcalf was a guy getting a lot of buzz about it guy. last year. But now Seattle's in it. Seattle's – They signed you know, him, yeah. Whew. You know, the, you know they, they, they've had, they're having a good Smith. year. Their quarterback has played well, and, and they re-upped him. So. 
you ever think at all about if that's how the Patriots 2020 season had gone, where you just have this kind of retread backup guy that you never really had any ex- expectations for, and then he just comes in. Like if Brian Hoyer did plays that? Like lights no. out. I, think he's I never once thought of that. I mean, Mike Felger did, yeah. as we were joking in, no. the, in the break. Uh, Felger was completely convinced that they would go 10-6 and six minimum and win the division with Brian Hoyer. Yeah. And he likes to say it wasn't a Brian Hoyer take, it was a Bill Belichick take. You know, I, he thought yeah, that much right. of Belichick. Right. I will say after the Seattle game in 2020 and when Cam had like yep. 400 yards of total yeah. offense, I was such plastic <laughs> yards. Oh. I, I thought for a second, like, okay, like it was like game th- two, right? This like, is going to be yeah, good for, yeah. th- for this year. I'm not saying that this is the answer for the next yeah. 10 years, but maybe this year he could be good. And then it obviously went where it was. What did you think about Cam that year, Evan? I mean, we haven't, I mean, I know it's, it's, it was a terrible year and he was terrible, but just what was your, uh, you know, what was your overall journey when they signed him? What were your hopes like going into I that? I had zero expectations, zero hopes. I enjoyed the Cam Newton year because of one thing and one thing only. And I thought that RPOs. Yeah, basically <laughs> like I, I, I enjoyed the fact that they did what they could to yeah. build the system around him with the quarterback runs. And that was something that they had never done before. So, obvi- you know, in obvious for obvious reasons. So that when they were able to do stuff like that, it was fun to break down and to look at. I mean, I remember that opening game against Miami yeah. when he ran the ball like 15 times and they're running QB power and like all this other kind of stuff with it. And I'm like, oh, wow, like, this is. I don't know how good this is going to be, but at least it's something different, right? Yeah. And if it's not going to be Brady, at least we get something completely different out of it. That's good. That kind of feeds into um, this email here from Adam from Dublin, which I think is a good one because, uh, I mean, he just jumps right into it. I, who is who is the simplified offense suiting? You know, and I think it's a great question because that was what they told us right in the offseason that we're trying to simplify things. And I think it made sense to us in terms of, all right, you know, we, we – had word that, you know, post-snap adjustments, Josh McDaniels, it's all very complicated. It takes a while to figure out and, and know where you need it to be. That the simplification makes sense. It doesn't seem simplified for anybody right now, right? It seems almost more complicated and difficult for everybody to kind of break down. I, I don't know. You guys' thoughts on that one? It's not sound. So it can't be simplified. Like You can't have the the benefits of having a easier offense to understand when the the scheme doesn't work. So that that's I think the the, the problem is that it, it, maybe it is simplified, maybe it is easier to understand or digest to digest the playbook. But if the schemes don't actually work against NFL defenses, then I don't care what how they call it in the huddle or what you know what it's drawn up on the whiteboard and if there's option routes or not option routes or whatever because it doesn't it's not working. So yeah, and I also think you can't discount the fact that. A good chunk of those people running the offense were running a different offense the year before. Now, this is operating out of the premise that there is a different, like it's the different offense, okay? Mac called it a different offense yesterday. Right. So, like Mac Jones comes in as a rookie, learns a whole system, and now you can't just say, well, this is easier without taking into consideration he has all of that knowledge from the other offense in his head. And now he's thinking, oh, when we run that, this is what we do. Oh, wait a minute. That was yeah, that's the old it. offense. Yeah. Now we got to do it in this offense. And, you know, maybe the old offense required, you know, and this is like that Dan Orlowski thing that you were tweeting about, Ev, with, um, you know, like it, it's three steps. Well, was it three quick steps? Is it three, you know, maybe Josh wanted three steps one way. Maybe this calls for three steps another way. That might be easier. Like if you just matched it up, this and this, this might be easier. But when you're dealing with Jacoby Myers and Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne and 
Mac Jones and the offensive linemen that were all here last year, maybe it ain't easier for them because they're operating under a, a base of the entire other system. And it's like, yeah. you know, the whole Dan Duquette thing. You know, we'll just take this guy out and we'll replace him because his on-base percentage is the same. It doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. It's not they're, – they're not spreadsheets. Like, they actually have to play. They're human beings. And what they already have in their head counts. Yeah. I'm a human being. I like that. I like that. I like that. Sorry. Is that like a- Adrian? <laughs> I'm a Rocky? Human You're human, aren't you? <laughs> Just uh, I'm afraid. <laughs> Just all right, I said I'm afraid. The first time in my life. Uh, sorry for all the non-Rocky I got Al- fans. I got Alex <laughs> to laugh. For the first time of the show, she's not looking at her TV, uh, I mean her computer. <laughs> refresh. To see Listen, if, refresh. To see refresh. if the link is There's there. There's all sorts of rumors going <laughs> around. You almost made it through the whole like, show. Uh, hey, it better not ruin picks. I, uh, that's all I have I'm to say. I'm starting to get worried about her a little bit over here. Oh, I, I've long okay. passed that. You should have heard a, a declaration the first five minutes of the show. No, we I, did a little no. minute in the intro. You know what it's going to lead to? Is it's going to be the weekend of that show. Alex is going to be like Thursday. She's like, all right, everybody. I'm going home. And then, like, there's going to be, like, a back closet. And she's just, like, or she's going to, like, burrow behind I'm that hiding. couch. And she's just going to do, like, one of those things that kids do in, like, Walmart where they, like, spend the night in Walmart and they hide it. <laughs> and then, like, you know, the concert starts going the next night. And all of a sudden, she's got her ID badge. And she's like, it's gonna be oh, me, what's going the whole on up CR here team. in the field level? <laughs> yep. Me, the whole CR team, most of the content team, that's going to be us yeah, sleeping. Yeah. Evan's acting like he wasn't talking about it this morning. Oh, he's rattling off Swiss songs, like, left and right. Because I, I was getting texts from people asking me to buy tickets for them for this concert. <laughs> the acquaintances are coming out of the woodwork. Right. I'm, in, I'm like, in the uh, mid-20s yeah. right now for requests. Oh my gosh. I, oh my I just gosh. haven't spoken imagine to you in six years. Imagine being a millennial woman. <laughs> Whatever. I want Taylor Swift No, tickets. I can't imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> it must be like the Super Bowl. I mean, you must have gotten this kind of stuff back in the day with Patriot games, I would imagine. Uh, like big games. Sometimes this is worse people than people asking me for Pat's tickets. Yeah. This is way worse. This is way yeah. worse. Um, yeah, this is way worse. Like the Super Bowls, every once in a while, someone will ask me if I have access. Just and access. I'll yeah. buy them. I'll pay for them. Oh yeah, no one, no one's ever asked me to to give them anything. Even for this, no one's asking me to give it. Oh to no, them. no, they want me to buy them and then they're going to pay me back. I'll for pay. Them. That's not going to yeah. going to be the way it right. goes down. Right, right, if right. I if I do get tickets, <laughs> no. they will be paying for them up front. People are trying to give me profit to oh, get yeah. <laughs> tickets. They're like, there's the sweet in the deal. It's I so should tempting. start down that road, <laughs> right? I thought about that no. too. A little something for the effort, you know. But the Super Bowl, like the the playoff games, sometimes people like you know, they they're looking to to buy tickets for that but not n- nothing like this this has been literally i know i just want every other it. day someone else is texting me hey uh, uh, uncle paul hope everything's going well <laughs> hope everything's going uncle well paul. Uh, <laughs> hey any chance uh, i can get uh, 18 for taylor swift uh, yeah don't you hate having to write those emails in your life I, I don't think i've written a lot but like the ones where you're like i gotta ask somebody uh, you know butter them up a little bit uh i don't Evan, uh, this quick one from Mitch from Albany. Um, yes. Mitch, he just uh, wrote in. I was wondering if Evan could explain DVOA, EPA, and Illinois, but um, but Evan actually wrote a whole piece, so I just want to direct you. Mm-hmm. We don't need to let him do the rest of the show. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Please, God. <laughs> Breaking down, dude. But uh, but but it was, I think Fred Fred came up with the idea. I think to kind of yes. do a beginner's guide to it, so it's on the site. Yeah. Um, I think we should probably link to it whenever you're doing a film breakdown and stuff. But um, yeah, those are. Those are definitely things that are becoming more common, especially DVOA, which I think we talk about a lot. Um, that is not really a prediction. It's it's you know wh- how efficient have they been, and you know yeah. they adjust things for situation. But but dive into Evan's piece; it'll give you it'll give you plenty of um, insight into that. Um, got another one. I'm going to try this name, Hilgen, H-I-L-G-Y-N, Hilgen. He said you'll probably butcher it, but no worries. Uh, 
Hi guys, long time listener, first time emailing in. I got married this past weekend. Congratulations. Many. Uh, me and my wife are cool thinking ahead to the Cincinnati game as part of our honeymoon. Anyway, I just want to ask you guys, if we see no improvement in the offense against the Jets, will we ever see it this season? Maybe don't come to the Cincinnati game. <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, will we ever see it? I don't think it, you can completely close the door if it doesn't flip overnight in this game. I think it's a yeah. good defense. And it's not only a good defense personnel-wise, but it's one that's familiar with you as a mm-hmm. division opponent. Always tough. And I feel like these yeah. games are always a little weird, too. Like, even when the Patriots were at the height of their powers, there were random games against the Jets that you were like, whoa, that was way tougher than I thought it was going to be. I would say, like, you know, Minnesota, Arizona, Vegas. If you don't see some signs of life offensively, three teams, none of which has a great defense, and none of which, maybe with the exception of the Raiders because of that, institutional knowledge for Josh that they're not familiar with you in, in your personnel you don't see them all the time you should be a little bit better against those teams than I would I would think that you'd be against the Jets yeah if, if the Bills and Josh Allen can't score on this Jets defense then if the Patriots right. have a rough offensive day on Sunday then right. I, I think you chalk it up to not the week to break out of, of a slump wow. against the really really good defense I'm still going to overreact um, <laughs> quick game I think this might be Paul. Paul, I don't know if, if you guys are in on this one, but but quick game. Who am I from Jack down the road in Stoughton? Love the who am I. Um, got three clues. I, I don't think I, I wouldn't have gotten this first one. We'll just see if Paul gets it. Uh, I played for both the Browns and the Patriots during my career as a defensive back. Jason McCourty. <laughs> Antonio Langham. <laughs> it's a name you've never heard of. Uh, I had a career high of seven interceptions with the Patriots. Jason McCourty. <laughs> I made a huge play in Super... No. Uh, Last one. (laughs) I now coach over at Howard, but before that, coached at Norfolk State, where I also went to college. (laughs) Not Jason (laughs) McCord. Somebody (laughs) called Ron Bolton. Oh, Ron Bolton. I remember him. (laughs) I went to Antonio Langham. Played defensive back for both the Patriots and the Browns. All right. This one's a little bit... This one's a little bit easier. I still think this might be Paul only, um, but we're we're getting a little bit more in the the area. Uh, I was drafted in the first round from the University of Georgia. Georgia. Robert Edwards. Ben Watson. Robert Edwards. So a lot to pick from. We got Seymour, Isaiah Wynn, uh, yeah. Sony, Sony Michelle. Michel. All right, last yeah. one. I think everybody should be uh, on board for this one. This is a pretty famous patriot uh, of the last 20 years. Uh, I'm... I made my name <laughs> made a name for myself being a reliable target for Tom Brady during the dynasty years. Jeez. Julian. You only get one guess. Julian, no. You're out. You're out. I didn't know I only got one guess, yeah. though. Yeah, no. we'll let you back. <laughs> All right, you're back in. Okay. But the answer's not Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, I had a career low of 145 yards with the Patriots in 2012, but still had a great career overall. Dion Branch. There it is. There it is. Got one. Did he fall off a cliff in 2012? Like, because he was pretty good, I thought when he got back in. in I thought didn't he only play for like a couple games at the? Uh, I thought that was like a uh, mid-season. Yeah, I mean, plus, that's like year 12 yeah. or so, right? 11, anyway. Wasn't he 02 draft? Yeah, yeah, someone there. Uh, quick one for a, a, a looky Lou ahead. Uh, hey there, guy. Just a guy. Hey there, hey guy. guy. Hey guy. Uh, it's from that. King Cesar. Uh, Patriots have 60 mil in cap. Next year. No, they don't. With the 60 mil, what do we do? They don't have 60 <laughs> mil. What do we got? That number's inaccurate. <laughs> it's less? It's like 40-something. Yeah, it's way less. Do we fix the defense part of the O-line? O- go offense in the first round? What are we the fixing weapon? on the defense? The number one defense in the league. 
You sounded like Bill right there. That's already fixing the defense. Uh, I don't know. Last time. Last time. I don't know. I just, <laughs> what, 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 what rubbing off on you? <laughs> what are we fixing? <laughs> Number one defense in the league. I don't know what you want to fix. Do you really think that before I argue with you? <laughs> uh, do I really think that? I, I, I don't want to say yes because we've we've seen this movie before. Right. Right. Okay. Where, where the we better, don't have to argue about it then. There are the better quarterbacks come in and, and light this defense up. But I do think they're better equipped this year to handle in the secondary especially than they have been in years past because of the safety group but i i, I still i still need to see it to believe it yeah, yeah. That, that's fair we don't have to argue that no i need to see it against these good teams but i think they have a chance to prove something to all of us you know i mean it, it's a tough schedule these are good teams that you know um as for the off season, i i don't know we'll, we'll have to get there first um couple more here emails before we uh get to picks i think last week we we, we did pretty good right we didn't start picks to like one 140 or something buys and stuff <laughs> we were right in um one from stratford uh quick thoughts should the pats have tried signing amari rogers when he got released by the packers or do you think orlando brown from kansas city is worth signing next year a couple free agent ideas uh orlando brown might be a guy i think you know, no. family that bill has some familiarity with um Trent but Brownish. amari rogers yeah no Loved him coming out. Has not worked out it's at like any four, level. F- four fumbles on punt returns. Yeah, something? no, oh. he's been terrible on returns. It's like Cyrus Jones. Receiver just does, doesn't have the burst as a receiver that he had in college. Just completely fell off. Yeah. Go to this one. Um, what else? So a little bit about Buffalo, too. Buffalo. Buffalo. Um, yeah, it's. there's no question here, Tony. You can't wow. just email I'm, in with a I'm take. not as good you as Fred. I'm not as good as Fred as this. You um, really aren't, and I never thought I'd say that about anybody. It's hard to read and talk at the same time out loud. Uh, here's one I got from Pedro. Uh, Vote for Pedro. <laughs> I was wondering what all your thoughts were on the response Bill gave to the question of how beneficial was the bye week for your team in terms of healing up and resting for the second half of the season. BB replied, it's always good to get a break. I know Bill is usually reserved in his answers, but do you think there is any competitive advantage to not answering this specific question? Sometimes I think Bill chooses to be difficult in the press because I, mean I just don't see a reason back as, as to why this question can't get a normal answer. <laughs> that is a normal answer. Like I'm turning into such a curmudgeon with these emails and callers. I'm not going to lie. It just can we let's step it up a little bit. All right. Like what are we asking wow. about? Wow. This We're gonna, now he's chastising. He's the I'm sorry. He's I love you all, but it's like can we please? Well, Sounds like you well, don't love doesn't them. Doesn't seem like you love them. <laughs> like you it, don't. It's not personal. It's just that we're trying to have a good show here. We're trying to get emails and calls to tee us up on things, and we're asking questions that are not important. I think that the vast majority <coughs> of coaches in that league, as I okay. try to stifle <laughs> a cough, um, <He> snickered. <coughs> that sounds like they they all use coach speak. Like in general, there are football cliches, and like no, it's always. You know, is it good to get David Andrews back out there? It's good to get all our good players back out there. Uh, <laughs> what, I mean, what else like, is he supposed like, to say? Wait, what do you want him to uh, like? You're gonna go. He's gonna with, save us. You're gonna go with uh, your. Yeah, I mean, our line calls <laughs> without him were terrible. I mean, you saw what happened stung, to Cole Strange, right? Bench him. <laughs> and, I mean, what is it's, he gonna say? There's, there's a lot of like just football coach one-on-one talk, like that is inherent with the job and most guys answer questions now i will agree that some of them do it in a more entertaining way than bill does and some of them make you think that he's telling you something but they're really not telling you anything more they're just doing it in a more good-natured way 
Do you, like, want, do you want him to all be Mike McDaniel? Right. During the Stop b- running, Justin Fields. Like, during the during the bye. He's funny. They got a chance to get Hilarious. some rest. It's always good to get some rest, of course. Like, whenever the bye comes, it's a good time, you know? Like, cliche 101. That's what they do. Uh, the question's oh. a cliche in and of itself. It's kind of just like a puff. Oh, it's like the question. the question now, like the question to Jor is, oh, you have three games in 12 days. How are you going to mm-hmm. handle it? And I, it's like, this is the Patriots. They're going to say they're taking it one game at a time. They're not going to go into. We talked oh, about that a little. We got to. We got to get our bodies right. We got to get our mind. Like yeah. no, they're going to say we're focused on the Jets, which <laughs> is exactly the response that that question has gotten from every single player and coach. Every year they they play a Thursday night game, so they have a short week. Right. We always ask about the short week. Every short every week year, long week. and that's all this is. It's a it's a short week. Here's a good one from uh from Jake from Australia. Good day, mate. Uh, me and Evan were talking about this a little bit. Um. Why the hell are we paying Jake Bailey so much to be a subpar punter? <laughs> <laughs> Is he yelling? Yeah. All caps? All caps or something? Yeah. You guys actually spent time talking about this? <laughs> I, I don't know. Somehow Evan just came out of the blue. I, I don't even know how it came up. But he was just like, that's a terrible contract. It's <laughs> a horrible contract. His money is fully guaranteed next year as well. See, I, I say things like this all the time, and this is some of the stuff that Fred really gets mad at me when I make fun of the cap and stuff. It's like instead of spending you know, $15 million on a true difference-making skill position guy, you know, we'll have the highest-paid punter in the league, which me is completely and utterly meaningless. And that's fine because if it doesn't work out, it's only like whatever three million, four yeah. million. It's like three, it, it's three mil. peanuts in the grand scheme of things. But I look at it; it's like everybody else's punter is making nothing, right? And even if your punter is the best, he, which he's not, ca- which he has been far from the last two years, it's meaningless. Like it doesn't; it's it's not really for that one game. That wow, you know. Jake Bailey pinned three of them inside the five, and that was the difference in the game. Like, when does yeah, that happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, every time he talks about the other team's punter being a weapon, it never materializes. Johnny Hecker and the like. Who was the guy this year? The guy from the Lions. Uh, bad teams have good punters. That's that's number one. But That's what it like, says psychologically. Like, we need to invest in this player because we can't move the football. <laughs> I, but I, just who cares? The Bills still haven't – you still haven't made the Bills punt in two games, so I don't even know who the Bills punter is. Well, now I really don't know who it is after what happened with the Bills punter. But I, I, I just I, – I, the what Jake Bailey the thing is – think about it for a minute and you'll, you'll come, it'll come back to you. Uh, but who do they – I don't know who the Bills punter is. Not Well, it's a new punter now yeah. after what happened to the Bills punter. Okay. Anyways uh, – but Hawkes isn't there anymore, the, right? The, the Jake Bailey thing is really is fascinating because they gave him that contract coming off a bad year, yeah. and now he's still having a bad year. And I asked Matthew Slater about it on on Monday, and he was honest about it. He was like, "Yeah, like, <laughs> we haven't been good." And he tried to take some of the blame off of Jake Bailey and say, oh, "Well, we got to cover the kicks better, and we, you know, net average is that's everybody. That's not just Jake and all this kind of stuff." But the problem is, is that Jake Bailey wasn't a good punter last year, and they signed him to this extension, and he's still not a good punter. And now he's on the books for three million dollars next year, guaranteed, and. Some people that are way more knowledgeable about punters than I am think the guy on the practice squad is better than he is, Pilardi. So I, I just don't know, I don't know where what they were thinking about giving a guy that already had the yips can you, that uh, contract. Can you call out 
the people that think that they know more about punting than you do. <laughs> <laughs> I like to know who we're dealing with here now. I don't know who times punters. <laughs> Barth. Barth. <laughs> Bedard. I'm telling you, there's this kid at Westfield State that uh, he's absolutely lights out. That's, uh, that's uh, my, my the guy. The guy that I was like <laughs> telling you about the Bills punter that I won't name out The guy loud. that, oh, I, you're talking about the kid they drafted and they yeah. had a cut because he Barth raped somebody. Was, Barth was a oh. huge fan. Huge oh, fan. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's such a waste of a draft pick. Thrown yeah. under the bus. And I'm not telling you it's a waste of a draft pick because he was involved in a rape. He's a waste of a draft pick because you don't ever want him on the field. Especially for a team like Buffalo. It's like how often are you really going to punt? Like, I mean, do you want to talk about what's-his-face from two years ago that they drafted too? Like that like uh, that was last uh, year. Uh, what's-his-face? No, I'm talking about the Patriots. Oh. Uh, what's-his-face? Oh, with the tattoos? Uh, uh, oh, Rohrwasser. Rohrwasser. Yeah, like yeah. you could make an argument to me – like if you had Justin Tucker, okay, I'm going to make him the highest paid kicker. He's that good. I would draft Justin Tucker in the first round. He never misses. Yeah, like he yeah. Is certainly not an important one. There's comfort in that. That's putting points on the like the punter. The other thing about Please. Justin Tucker that's different too, though, is that he can make it from sixty, right? right? So like now you're in field goal range as soon as you cross over the fifty yard it's line. A weapon. It really is. Um, all right, quick game before we do our things. Uh, I like this a little Thanksgiving dinner award game via oh. Tyler uh, from Natick. So um, this e- the example is you're going to have a Thanksgiving dish, and then you're going to name a Patriots player that corresponds with the dish. So I'm not good at his these. example Alex, pay is attention. You need to bail me. He does out a good here. he does a good job explaining things. Uh, grandma's green bean casserole. Grandma took the year off from cooking after this being a dependable dish every year, and you never realized how important it was until it was gone. And a player that might receive that award is Shaq Mason. All right. So that's kind of setting it up. So don't worry. It gets easier. Uh, so mom's mashed potatoes award. As dependable as it gets, they rarely let you down, but are not the main course that everyone will be raving about. Devin McCourty. Good one. Yeah. David Andrews. Yeah. I was going to mm. say Jacoby Myers. Nah, three yeah. good ones. I like those. Burnt dinner rolls. You were disappointed, but you just have to throw them away and move on. Nikhil Harry. Nikhil. <laughs> He's not even on the team anymore. <laughs> I would go with all of the receivers, <laughs> yeah, except say. for Jacoby Myers. I'm going to stay away from that one. Uh, baked mac and cheese. This dish is new to the table, but is a welcome addition that you hope to see annually for years to come. Mondre. Mondre. Nah, I'll say Thornton just to be oh, different. Oh, I thought you were going to say Marcus Jones. I'd say Marcus Jones. Anybody? Hmm? Um. It's a new addition that you're excited about. That's not Is good. it Parker? Oh. There, there isn't. <laughs> What's one the new? I'm trying to think of new edition. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Last one. How's that chat room going? Cousin Bert. Number in the queue, are you? <laughs> you are now 4,372. Uh, Cousin Bert's Brussels sprouts. I like Brussels sprouts. Cousin Bert must have taken a cooking class because last year this dish was just meh, but this year it has greatly improved. Anybody hmm. taking a big step? Dietrich Wise? Dietrich oh, Wise. Dietrich Ooh, Wise. Get on the Brussels sprouts. Finally, smoked turkey, show stru- st- showstopper, MVP of the meal, Matthew Judon. Yeah, I guess Judon. Yeah. What were the ones we didn't Speaking get? of Taylor Swift. Those are all of them. It was just, just kind of give your, give your opinion. There wasn't a right answer. Oh. All right. And with that, it's week 11 in the NFL. Paul, what happened last week? It's a bad week uh, for everybody. Mm. Um, but Mike and Fred... Were a little bit better than most mm. at seven and seven. Oh, Evan and Paul were six and eight. Alex was five and nine. Mm. Yeah, I knew mm. I had a bad week. Started off rough. Yeah, it was bad for everybody. With the spread, some found a way to oh. fight through the <laughs> some. doldrums. Some me. 
I was nine and five. Evan was eight and six. I'll take that. Mike was eight and six. Fred was six and eight, and Alex was five and nine. Ooh, my worst week yet. So you got things on your mind. Overall, Paul ninety fifty nine and one. Mike one game back eighty nine sixty and one. Wow, tight race. Fred eighty one sixty eight and one. Evan has the best record percentage wise sixty three and thirty nine percentage, and Alex is fifty three and thirty eight. So, Evan is 618 winning percentage, uh, and I am 603. So, uh, Evan still has the lead with the spread. <laughs> this is just a blowout. <laughs> 89, 58, and 3, I am, which is uh, only a half a game difference. Um, same winning percentage from my overall. 89, 58, and 3. That's yeah. rock solid. Mike, 75, 72, and 3. Nothing, yeah. to, nothing money. to hang your Making head money. at. You're, Making money. you're Making money. You're making year. a case. Take he's it. making an argument. I'll take it. Sam, he's making an <laughs> argument. There he is. Uh, Fred, 61, 86, and 3. Wow. He just lost his feel. Evan, 50, 49, and 1. So slightly, you're making, yeah. you got your head up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Alex, Need to be sorry. Better. 42, 48, and 1. That's not terrible. It's better than better I was Better than Fred, right? Better than Fred. <coughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. You are 467. Fred's 417. Yeah. Winning percentage. As long as I don't finish the race last. That is the goal, and that was what happened to me last <laughs> year. All right. We start things off with a uh, matchup here between the Titans and the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay coming off a win. Not sure what did Tennessee do last week. Tennessee Blank. won. They, they beat won. Uh, Denver 17-10. Seven, oh, right, right. to uh, Tennessee, yeah, I'm sorry, Green Bay is favored by three. Big and win. I have Fred's picks here. Um, so I will inject his witticisms when appropriate. Mike, uh, yeah, I then uh, I'm going to start things off. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go with with Green Bay. I don't know. I'm not sure why. Home game. Um, I do like Tennessee. I, you know, I think they are a, a good team, and I'm not sure what's going on with Green Bay. If that win last week against Dallas was legit, but uh, I'm going to take Green Bay at home. I'm taking Green Bay, taking them to cover in this game, and I'm taking Aaron Rodgers to be the Patriots quarterback in 2024. You and me are going to speak that into existence, I think. <laughs> Why 2024, not next year? I just don't know if they're ready to give up on Mac quite yet, but I watched that Dallas game last week, and I'm like, man, this would be great. <laughs> like, how can we make this happen? <laughs> I'm not even really that good. <laughs> Alex? I took a lot of dogs this week against the spread, so this could get ugly, but I'm taking Green Bay to win Tennessee points. Yeah, I, I like Tennessee as a team better than Green Bay, but I don't like that Thursday night thing. I take the home team in general terms, so I will take Green Bay. Fred likes Green Bay uh, to cover as well. So, All right, starting over at Sunday, 1 p.m., we have the Chicago Bears uh, against the Atlanta Falcons. Chicago coming off a <laughs> uh, loss 31-30 to Detroit. Atlanta lost to Carolina 25-15. Um. Falcons by three and a half. Yeah. I mean, I want to get on the, the Chicago hype train. Uh, you know, I think they're having a little bit of growing pains here. Um, I don't know if I can pick them just yet, but I, yeah, you know what? I'm going to. I'm going to go with Chicago on the road, Justin Fields, see how it looks. I'm going to go Chicago also. I just think Justin Fields is reached a, a new level. I think the Patriots can he can take the Patriots for it. They, That's right. They un- they yeah, as always, you can right. credit Belichick. Yeah, I, I mean, what else would you Just do? Checkers. It's destroying I'll, go, I'll go with the Bears. Upset. I'm going Atlanta both ways. Uh, 
I hate this game. Uh, Fred does too. I will take Atlanta to win. I will take the hook and take Chicago. Uh, Fred says Bears win, advising the squares to lay off this one. (laughs) The squares? What are the squares? The squares. Squares. Squires? In other words, the opposite of sharps. Is that like a 60s term? Oh, I got you. You're a square. It's Fred. I mean, what do you want me to tell you? (laughs) All right, next up. Cleveland at Buffalo, and what is uh, we don't know where the game's going to be played, if it's going to be played, but right now it's uh, it looks like it's still on. Cleveland by seven. I mean, sorry, Buffalo by seven and a half. Seven and a half seems like that's dropped a little bit, maybe. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take Buffalo to win, but I'm going to take those points because it feels like if they do play this game in the weather, it's going to be low scoring and, and probably tight. So I'll, I'll take all seven and a half of those points for Cleveland. I'm going to take the Bills both ways. This game could be in Buffalo, could be in Qatar, could be in Detroit, and they're going to blow out the Browns. I'm going with Mike's uh, strategy there. Split them. Yeah. Smart. Sound. I will take the Bills both ways. I'm with Evan. Uh, Fred says Bills cover. Buy points here if you can. I love that he's like handing out advice like suddenly. Comments. Like he has to like like he's the the, the sharp giving out. The, when he was the in tips. Germany, he must have been disappointed that we didn't add context to his. Picks. I know he didn't. So. Well, that's probably why he he added in it. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got the Philadelphia Eagles against the Indianapolis Colts, one p.m. Sunday. Philly by seven. Seven. What does Jeff Saturday have in his bag of tricks this week? Matt Ryan was back. Jonathan Taylor ran crazy again. Um, I like Philadelphia to win, but I'm going to take those. I'm going to take those points. I think. Uh, I think it's going to be a close affair. I think Philly bounces back. I think they win this game. I think that they win big because I think the Colts. It's like that one game thing, right? Where the head, new head the coach, death rattle. everybody gets riled up for it, and now it, the the realness of Jeff Saturday being your head coach comes out when you play a good team. I'm. I'm giving Indy the points here. So you'll take Philly to win and take the points? Mm -hmm. Uh, I am doing the same. I will take the points. I agree with Evan. I think you get that one game bump. We can do it. But seven's a big spread on the road, and uh, I I, I would be tempted to pick an upset, but not coming off the loss. That that got their attention. Yeah. So Philadelphia to win, Indy to cover. Uh, Fred says, let me see if I can find that game. Eagles cover middle this game if the spread moves. Middle. So he likes the Eagles. All right, next up we will skip over the Jets and Patriots. We'll come back to that one. Don't worry. We flutter our paper as is our tradition. Got to hurry. L.A. Rams at the New Orleans Saints Sunday 1 o'clock. Saints by 3.5. As far as I know, Stafford's still in concussion protocol. I think he's out, actually. Oh, he is? Yeah. Okay. yeah, I think yesterday he was out and full participant. Looks like he is He is going to play. Okay. Um, uh-huh. Seems like Andy Dalton, I believe, still going for the Saints. Um, yes. I don't know. The Rams have been terrible. I, but I'm going to – maybe Stafford comes back and they find something. I'm going to take the Rams uh, to win on the road. The Rams' offense, the numbers on the Rams' offense are deplorable. Like, they are – we think it's bad here. Their first and second down offense is – by far the worst in the league right now, which is Sean McVay's bread and butter. Like that's where he makes his money. But I still like the Rams in this game. I just I can't pick the Saints. I just nothing good about the Saints right now that I can pick. Rams upset. Yeah, I'm going to take the Rams too. I was prepared to take the Saints because I didn't think Stafford was playing, but uh, I think uh, I think I'll go with the Lar. Uh, let's see, what's Fred like? Oh, Saints win but don't cover. So 
New Orleans to win, Lar to cover. All right. Uh, next up Sunday, one o'clock, Detroit Lions at the New York Giants. Good. You have the games in, in in order today. I like that. Okay, good. Uh, Giants by three. By three. Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, now nah, you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna stay on the train. Giants back at home. I'm gonna take Brian Dable, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, and uh, I think they get a win over a, a, a rough Detroit team who who does seem like they're not totally terrible, but I just think the Giants will pull it out. I haven't been convinced about the Giants all year long, but I I can't pick them to lose to the Lions. So I'll take the Giants, and I I think that they'll win by more than three. Seven and two. Well, I took them to lose (laughs) against the Giants. All right, hold on. Mike, who did you take? I took the Giants. Giants. And, Alex, you have? I have Detroit. Detroit. And Evan has the Giants. Yes. Yeah, I am going to take the Giants as well. Um uh, yeah, I just I can't pick the I can't pick the Lions, he, even though they've won two in a row. I can't do it. Um, Fred uh, does not pick this game, so I am going to give him the Giants. All right, next up Sunday at one, the Carolina Panthers at three and seven at the Baltimore Ravens six and three. Ravens by thirteen. Whew. Thirteen points. Now Panthers did win last week over Atlanta on Thursday Night Football, twenty five fifteen. Um, but I don't think that's going to help them this week. I'm going to take Baltimore and lay those points. I think th- is this Sam Darnold? Is that is, <laughs> might be is this is Sam Darnold's back? game? I don't. I think PJ Walker's hurt. Is that Sam Darnold's music? I well, I thought uh, Mayfield played a little bit. I I, heard, I saw on on week. Twitter that they they want Sam Darnold to be involved. I, oh, I have no idea great. what that means. <laughs> we got to have a package involving <laughs> Sam Darnold, <laughs> right? Because he's there. Lamar Jackson, right? <laughs> right. Uh, so this is definitely Baltimore winning. At thirteen is a Big big number in an NFL game though, so I'll, I'll take the the Panthers to cover that spread. But Baltimore is definitely going to win the game. I gave it all to Baltimore. Baltimore. I gave it all for. Never mind. Did it all for the nookie. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I, I am going to go with Baltimore, and I'll take the points as well. I think thirteen is a lot. Uh, now I have no doubt that the Ravens will have that double digit lead because mm-hmm. they have it That's in every they game do. they play. Yep. But I'll take the points. Uh, let's see. Fred says Ravens win, but don't cover. Fast-laning this one. Don't even know what that means. Vaseline? Fast-laning. Vaseline? Vaseline? <laughs> so, <laughs> Vaseline too? Carolina. Ooh, Fast-laning. <laughs> it's just like a stream of consciousness thing where he's r- rattling these picks off by yes. himself up yeah. in his he's office. He's like talking to himself, <laughs> typing it out. And you know the thing is... It's like his emails that he sends. You know, sends he didn't have any have appointment <laughs> or anything. He's up, like upstairs like listening, he's, and he's like stickering to himself. <laughs> oh, I'm getting him good. Uh, Sunday at 1 o'clock, Washington Commanders at 5 and 5 travel to Houston to take the one seven one Houston Texans. Washington by 3, and it will be Heineke, right? Yes, Heineke. Chains Heineke. Heineke coming off the big upset, 32-21 over Philly. Uh, I think they keep the train rolling. Why would you not take the Commanders, lay the points? So we were talking earlier about Jerry Judy and receivers that I would go after. How many first-round picks do you give up for Terry McLaurin? Because I, I, I might I give, loved him coming out. They don't, they don't listen two. to me. Yeah, I, I'm taking the Commanders here as well, and um, I'll take them to cover too. I, I think the Texans are terrible. I've had pretty good luck betting, or not that I'm actually betting, <laughs> but going with the Commanders, and I'm switching it up this week. Houston, oh. both ways. Oh, upset. Wow. Alex, try to make your move. Well, Upset. like earlier in the season, I was the only one that picked the Commanders, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, yeah. fire the co- like, or not fire, fire the, the coach." That's but not then you found did. out about Dan Snyder, and the, you're like, the Dan Snyder. Mm. That's why I picked them to win. I was like, "They're going to rally around this Dan Snyder w- 
news, and I was right. Do you think a team ever rallies around their owner's drama? Certainly <laughs> not his. Um, I, I took I, I I took Washington also, and Fred says Commanders cover. So we're both on Washington. Uh, what do we got? Vegas and Denver next. Next up, Vegas. Las Vegas two and seven. Josh McDaniel. So uh, though it does sound like the uh, he will be back next year, according to reports, are at the three and six. Of course, they're at Denver. Denver by three, of course, at home. You forgot to yeah, mention that. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I, I, I screwed that up, too. Denver by three. <sighs> I, I, I keep picking the Raiders, and obviously I keep losing, but I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it in Denver. Josh, former coach there, maybe his team plays hard for him in Denver. I don't know. Uh, but I'll take I'll take Denver on the upset. So did I'm you sorry, see, Vegas on the upset. Do you see the follow-up on the report about why McDaniels is staying? That, that they're cash, that they literally cash can't straps. afford to buy him out, yeah. right. which is wild. Uh, I'm going to take the Broncos at home to win this game. I like that Broncos defense. I, I know they've given up a lot of points this year, but Are they I the feel best like, defense in the league? <laughs> I feel like they play really well. Yeah. I picked a Vegas upset. Uh, I'm going to take Denver, too. I, I do think that the best unit out of the four units that plays is the, the Broncos' defense. So yeah. uh, I'll, I'm going to go with that at home, and Raiders just having one of those years. They'll find a way to lose. Uh, Fred says, Raiders win. The line is true, but it's all about the spot. I, truer words have not been spoken. I agree. I'm not sure what Can't argue mean, with that. <laughs> uh, Can't argue with what you don't understand. 425 Sunday, the Dallas Cowboys uh, at 6-3 and three against the 8-1 Minnesota Vikings. This is a good red zone game for us, Paul. Dallas by one. one and a half. One and a half. Tough, tough game. Um, hmm. Minnesota at home. I'm going to go with Dallas in this one. Um I think that'll that'll set the Patriots up, but I just I, I agree with everything we've been saying about Minnesota. It doesn't seem like it's it's as good as it looks in terms of their record. So I'm gonna go with Dallas in this one. So Minnesota last week aside, much better at home than they are on the road. Their splits, uh, home road splits, are really uh, heavily favored to home. So I'm gonna say Minnesota's gonna win this game, but I'm still not overly impressed by the Vikings. I just I like them at home in this spot. Home dogs, Minnesota both ways. Yeah, I'm going to take Dallas just because I think they're the better team. Um, and everybody will make fun of me because I don't believe in the Vikings. Uh, Fred uh, likes the Cowboys. Cowboys cover. No witticisms on that one. Correct. Uh, Sunday, 425. Cincinnati Bengals at 5-4 and four against the Pittsburgh Steelers at 3-6. and six. Cincinnati by 4. This is a game. I think if you're a Patriots fan, you're rooting for you're rooting for Pittsburgh, but I think it's uh, futile because I think Cincinnati's going to win, and I will play the points. And they're wearing their all white uniforms again, Ooh, I guess. Crisp. Yeah, I think Cincinnati wins this game and covers the the Steelers and one of those teams as well. Where I just what do they do well? Like I can't really think of anything that they can hang their hat on and be like, we're good at this. Cincy, both ways. Yeah, I'm going to make it unanimous because Fred also likes the Bengals. I'll take the, the Bengals to cover. All right, Sunday night football. Nice one for us after our game. The Kansas City Chiefs at 7-2 and two travel to their divisional rival, the 5-4 and four Los Angeles Chargers. Great game. Kansas City by 6. Yeah, we've been talking all about it. I, I think Kansas City is the best team in the league. Uh, I'm going to take them, and, uh, and I'll lay those points. I'm going to take the Chiefs as well, but I'm going to take the Chargers to cover the spread. I, this is going to be a great game. This this, this is a, 
uh, one of the better games early part of the season as well, right? That was a Thursday night game, I think it was. Yeah, it was a good game. Uh, yeah, back and forth. So I, I think it's going to be close again. But Chiefs. Chiefs with the points. Yeah, I am going to be with Evan. I'll take the Chiefs, but I'll take the lack to cover. At some point, some of their players have to play in some of these games, right? I mean, you'd think. Mike it'd Williams be, is be supposed to be back. He's on my fantasy team. So. Oh, there you go. Okay, yeah. so that's good enough for me. Deep threat. Uh, Fred likes the Chiefs as well. All right, it's Monday night football, San Francisco at 5-4. and four. They have a divisional rival game against the 4-6 and six Arizona Cardinals. Um, <laughs> San Francisco by 8. I, I can't get a beat on these teams. Like These are two teams this year where I just I don't feel like I have any real sense of how good or bad any of them are. Um, that's a big road favorite, huh? That's a big road Kyler's, favorite. we're not sure about Kyler. Right. Right. Um, I'm going to take San Francisco to win. I'm going to take the points just to kind of balance it out, though. Yeah, I'm with Mike. I'm going to take San Francisco to win, but divisional game, I think it'll be closer than eight points. I'm giving San Francisco the points. Yeah, I am going to... Um, I'm going to take the points also. I'll take. I think the Niners will win the game, but I'll. I think eight's too many for a division uh, home home game. Fred agrees. Um, 49ers win. Don't cover. Sharps all over this one, but it's a light handle. <laughs> what is he? He typed in gambling <laughs> jargon and then just threw the it words. Was, it was in like there. an AI bot that just spit it out. Yes. <laughs> all right, we go back now. Sunday, 1 o'clock, our big game, the I New York Jets paper travel. <laughs> You're against paper. The Jets travel to the Patriots. Do you trying use to your notes app like me? Big oh, yeah, I'm, trying, I'm trying to save the earth, unlike some people. You wouldn't have liked Eric. What do you got, Polly? What's our line at these days? Patriots by three and a half. Three and a half. So I, I am going to take New England to win, uh, but I'm going to take those points to the Jets because I feel like this is going to be uh, an, a very close game under 20 points. Um, I have New England 19-17. I think it's just a weird Ooh. back and forth, tight nail biter. But um, I got the Mr. Patriots two and O and all of this bravado and the offense. It's 19-17. Man, wow, not not fun. I like the Patriots too, but I, I have 2017. But because I have to pick a direction, uh, I'll give the Patriots to to cover this one. I, I still just don't trust Zach Wilson at all. Wow, he's such a homer that he has to take even when it's the spread isn't covered. He has to just take the Patriots to cover. <laughs> yeah, his score did not indicate a cover. <laughs> it's a, Alex, it's are you going to do the same thing? It's Pass not a push. Win. It's three and a half. Oh, you said three and a half. Yeah. Oh, then I take the Jets to cover. Okay. Because it's 2017. I thought I thought it was three. See what I did there? I yeah. made him change yeah. his pick. Yeah. Pats win. Pats cover. 27-16. I don't know why. Ooh. I feel like it'll be kind of similar Hope so. to last game. Yeah, I am going to take the Pats both ways. Fred does also. We talked about the game all week. I, I just can't. If I'm a Jets fan, I have confidence, but I have trepidation with Zach Wilson screwing it up. Yep. And that's where I think is the difference. I think the Patriots' defense has feasted on horrible offenses like this. They find a way to take the ball away a couple of times. That's the difference. 19-13, Patriots. The, the Jets did just get some reinforcements on the offensive line. The doctor, Laurent DeVarney Tardif, oh, the doctor is, is in. signing with the Jets. Yeah, he can't play Sunday, though, can he? <laughs> just letting you know. After being out all year? Just giving you After some saving info. everybody from COVID? It's inspirational, though. Like DeVarney Tardif. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I guess the pandemic is or over, according to, <laughs> there we go. According to the good it. doctor. <laughs> All right, well, that'll do it for us. The playbook is up next. Be sure to tune in Sunday, Patriots pregame show at 1045. We'll be out there for the postgame show as well, so make sure you tune in for that huge Last game this weekend for the Patriots. Show in a while yeah. for Deuce. Enjoy it while you can. Otherwise, we will see you next Tuesday. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts. The world's original.